I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhardt. What's up, dude? What's going on? Oh, not much, dude. We will be joined later on by Otto Waffen Jack and probably Grognak, depending on the kobolds. I'm not sure. Uh, but what we do have for you tonight is a guest. I've been teasing it a little bit. Uh, you're still going to have to wait, though. Ha. So I talked to our uh, Reinhardt. I talked to our hat guy, and guess what? What do we have? We have another hat coming, and shirts. <gasps> we have another hat, and we're gonna we're gonna do shirts. So, we are doing the Paranormies uh, logo shirts, just the Paranormies, right? And with the, it, we'll probably do it in pink, green, and white on black, and then we're gonna do the same thing on the trucker hat. What do you think? Well, that's I'm I'm gonna wear those while I'm killing bid. Bigfoot. <laughs> well, it's better, you know. I mean, it's 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 a start. We're just going to make sure all these all these are um, going to work, um, and not flood the market with five hundred designs all at once. So. <laughs> well, it'll it'll be nice to actually have some designs that we can wear and get ourselves. You know, be the people that. Put them yeah, out. I saw that. I saw the the hoodie that Twig has, and am very jealous. But I mean, I, not. I no, mean, that it, wasn't your favorite. I it's know. not my favorite. I'm just jealous that she has one, and I don't. It's not the. It's just the. It's the general principle. It's principalities. <laughs> it's right. the, Prince, principality hoodies. It, well, it's the principle of the situation. Is somebody has something that has my name on it that I don't have? Like what the hell? You know what I mean? Stop wearing my hoodie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyways, uh, we will have, yes, the more merch. More merch is coming. More grifting. No. Yes. But seriously. Well, and today is the, the first official day of fall. So having mm -hmm. hoodies, new yeah. hoodies coming out, new long sleeve t-shirts, hats. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, I'm not sure about the length of the sleeves per se just yet. I think they might just be those, those uh, heavy duty black t-shirts for now. Just, okay. just for now. Yeah. To start off with, we'll see how that goes. This is kind of like owner operated type deal. It's not like it's not like a massive printing company. So it'll be great. It's been great. The hats have been great. You know, I still wear my hat every day pretty much to work. Nobody's said anything. It is like nothing. It is the most comfy hat. It very much is. Yes. It's very comfy. I wear it every day. I really do. I'm not just saying it because it says paranormies on it. But uh, anyways, go to national, N-A-T-I-O-N-V-L dot com and go buy hats. And when the other stuff comes, go buy that. This is a threat. Anyways, moving on. Um, we, what else do we have? Any other? I don't think we have any other housekeeping stuff. All right. So I've been teasing this for a little bit now. Um, I'm very excited to talk to this guy. He is the owner of one of my favorite channels on YouTube. Um, we, and it's not John Levi, just so everybody's, you know, 
Soon. <laughs> Soon. No, maybe. He's, we'll see. I will see. But we'll he, keep is, trying to reach he is one of the only YouTube channels that we all watch. Right. But and we have watched for like what five years? Going on uh 2019, 20. 2019, 2020, around there, yeah. Four years. Almost four years. Um no, this is not this is not John Levi. And it's obviously not it's obviously not Flat Earth British. We've already had Martin on the show. We're gonna have Martin back on the show again. Uh no, but this is gonna be um old scary world. And and I'm stoked. Uh when I first saw his channel, he combined um an almost ASMR quality, and it, it turns out he does he does do like ASMR type um audio. Um but it was like an ASMR quality video um documenting old um old architecture from the old world you know whether it be in san francisco the bay area or in like kyrgyzstan or Turkmenistan or um some of the other places i off the top of my head i can't think of them but yeah i watched every single one of his videos um and some of them man are great to fall asleep to just like john levi is like great to go to sleep to but um <laughs> yeah yeah and, and again it's it's the stuff it's the pictures with you know the old sepia pictures with the vanilla sky and all the weird stuff and these amazing feats of architecture which were you know either um never seen again or they were burned by the giant you know the great fires of the early 1900s or they were just um plaster and staff temporary creations for a uh like an expo or something so you know but clearly clearly couldn't be anything of an old civilization right these are just these are just creations of white men their bootstraps <laughs> anyways we old scary bootstraps I'm sorry, say again? I said old scary bootstraps. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Well, we are going to jump into it with old scary world. Old scary world. Welcome to the show, man. How's it going? It's good. Uh, it's good to finally finally talk to you, man. I've been watching your content for a very long time. Or not very long time since it's, 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 this content is relatively new and I've been watching YouTube for decades now. But it is, you are quite possibly my favorite new channel. Well, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, I started the channel in 2001. So, yeah. Oh, okay. You did, yeah. But your, your new content, like the Tartaria content. Is like what I the old world stuff that when did you when did you transition to old scary world though? Um, but twenty twenty one. Okay, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think my first upload was in twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that was during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how that's how you got into all this stuff. I mean, I was I was born and raised in in conspiracy theories. Like, um, my dad was conspiracy theorist, I guess. I don't know. He was just like a base dude. And so I learned all the surface level stuff when I was a kid about like JFK, the moon landing hoax, the international banking conspiracy, you know, just all the like kind of base level stuff that people kind of get into, mm-hmm. except that I got into it, you know, when I was an adolescent, you know, six, seven, eight years old, I was, right. you know, doing all that stuff. So 
And I just kind of progressed through that. Like I found out about David Icke in like 2002, 2001. Well, Alex Jones was like the 90s when he started a radio station show. Mm-hmm. Or that's mm-hmm. only before Infowars. And then I just kind of progressed through all the icebergs, you know. And so I remember looking up the Flat Earth Society when like 2002. Um, their website was pretty funny. Um, you know, there was some truth to it i mean i'm just saying i kind of just kept progressing in like the level of conspiracy theories and so yeah i guess it was right before right before the lockdowns um 2019 at some point i started watching that john levy uh john levi channel and um that's pretty much the only channel i've ever really subscribed to him and uh conspiracies are us channel. i like his channel too he's yeah he's he's cool i still watch his video i just don't get into the politics and all the drama of like the tartaria the old world research like i know there's a ton of different channels i just don't really have time mm. but i would say that i yeah i found out quote found out about all this reset stuff i guess in 2019 and but the thing is is that it really struck a nerve because it really validated some of the things that I had kind of wondered about, like as far as Atlantis and Hyperborea and, you know, just all the, like the lost civilizations and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, with the, um, with the lockdowns and all that, I just, I had a lot more time and I started the YouTube channel and the Instagram page and it was just really taken off. I think a lot of other people were just at home researching weird stuff and, uh, so my social media exploded because of that. It was like the, the perfect time to do that. And uh, I have a lot of old world kind of stuff around here in the Bay Area. And uh, yeah, I just kind of just kind of fell into <laughs> it, really. But it's, it's become a, a definite interest in my life. Oh, for sure. Um, ever since, yeah, ever since the lockdowns, uh, Tartaria and the old world has been a huge subject. I don't know if you were, uh, if you followed the whole Iwaranon saga. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, okay, right, people right. try to get me to, to pick a side. And, right, right. And like, oh, you should talk about it on your channel and you should do this and you should do that. Yeah. And I say, I really don't want to get involved in this like this like feminine behavior. It's like like bickering, like cat fighting and, and acting all um you know and shit. Right. Like, I, I don't want I don't right. want to do all that. What's it called? You know, being um catty, you know yeah. Uh, the being yeah, caddy part. People people try and make sides, and then they try and force you to pick one of those created sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just uh, we just watched his videos, talked about the videos, watched John Levi's videos, talked about John Levi's videos, talked about stuff that we knew ourselves. Now, um, you being from the Bay Area, and I have twenty years experience living in the Bay Area uh, and walking around San Francisco uh, a lot, and seeing you know stuff firsthand um you know seeing your videos and seeing some of john levi's videos it confirmed a lot of those feelings the gut feelings that i had like walking up the hill and um towards the hospital in van ness that i was working on and there's the um i can't remember which building it is but like the building is clearly partially underground and the windows are clearly four to five feet underground right and every day I walk past that, I'm like, that is so fucking weird. Those windows are, why would they put windows that far underground? And then we finally started getting into this stuff. And it's like, oh, that's why. The mud flood. 
Yeah, no, I mean, worldwide, you, you see this kind of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. San Francisco is a good example, but in less uh, developed areas, you know, in places where they never really tried to cover it up, and you can clearly see that there was some type of deluge mm-hmm. and that there was, you know, sediment built up. And, um, you know, like in some of these pictures, you can see that there's clearly another. And people will say, oh, well, you know, they just built over it because it was cheaper than tearing it down. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really. It doesn't really um, answer all the questions as far as other places where things are, you know, like take Easter Island, for example. Like, why were those statues submerged? You know, you see the heads popping out, but we didn't know until recently that there was a whole body under there. They thought they were just heads. Like, when I grew up, when I was a kid reading about Easter Island, it was the heads of Easter Island. Right. It was always and just the Easter Island heads. In the yeah. early 2000s or something is when they finally realized that these things were giant statues. Mm-hmm. Like they literally, right, and those, yeah. and the Rapa Nui people there will tell you that those entire bodies are inhabited by spirits. Mm-hmm. So there's there's something far more going on there than just heads in the ground, right? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I mean, people wouldn't. You think of, the big thing with me, and I brought this up before on the YouTube channel and some of my videos is is caloric output. Like food was was more important it was you know harder to produce it was you know something and everything takes calories you know everything takes an an output so you imagine how much effort it would take to build those heads you know dismissing any type of supernatural or ancient tech let's just go by the science is that somebody had to put a lot of energy into these buildings into the heads on easter island and you had to feed people and you look at machu picchu you know, in, in Peru, like the oxygen's thin, like how did they have the energy to build all these, these, these monuments or right. like go Tempe and in Turkey, you know, like you, you guys know what I'm saying, right? It's mm-hmm. like, absolutely. You need, you need fuel, you need food. And I don't know if they would have just said, okay, your job and we're going to feed you to, to build these things for no reason other than mm-hmm. vanity. No, there was a spiritual purpose behind these things. Oh, definitely, there was a spiritual purpose behind most of the buildings, um, and I don't believe I don't believe the the history about anything anymore. After after doing the research we've done on things, just like you know, we one of Dogbot's favorite um, things to bring up to people is Ames Monument, right in Wyoming. There's a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that there's a pyramid sticking out of the ground in. Wyoming and it's and what it says on the brass plaque is that it is a monument dedicated to the Ames brothers who were the owners of the company that finished the transatlantic railroad so mm-hmm. it was it was done right. to honor them but really it was really done to cover up for the fact that they were embezzling a lot of money and it was just a distraction like the it's the dumbest one of the dumbest stories I've ever heard and, and people buy it because you know it's on the brass plaque why would they lie why would they lie? Well, my favorite question. Yeah, and and take take something as as well known as like Angkor Wat or mm. any of the Indian Southeast Asian structures that we see that you know are carved out of an entire mountainside, perfectly carved. And uh, scary, like you were saying, you're you're supposed to believe that oh, these people just built these things out of what religious zeal and the promise of food. <laughs> And the no. promise of food, okay, let's just say the promise of food. So who was 
procuring the food? Where was, where was, who was storing the food? Where's the infrastructure for these mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of, of workers, these craftsmen. And apparently, you know, like in San Francisco, um, the uh, the wagon trail right after having beating Terry right because apparently in the Oregon Trail you died of dissing Terry um, mm-hmm. you know if you made it past Terry and you got all the way out to the gold rush you and Yosemite Sam would round up all the gold but in your off time in your off time you were a master stonemason and was doing things like you know Pals, Pals oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. as the you sutro know, baths, uh, right? since you said you watched all my videos I mean I did a couple different videos but one specifically I went to a mausoleum in Colma that's the one. And, <laughs> I yeah, love that video. For those who don't know, Colma is where they moved all the bodies after the 1906 earthquake. And so Colma is literally a necropolis. Like, it's literally a city of the dead. There's millions mm-hmm. of corpses in in the in the town limits. And uh, so there's a lot of graveyards and mausoleums. So I set out to do kind of an ASMR walkthrough kind of video and then also prove that I could not find anybody buried there, anybody entombed there, that would have been old enough to have built San Francisco. All of the people there were born after 1849, 1850. So somebody would have had to have been born to be at that peak age of, you know, building buildings. They would have had to have been born in eight, like 1800, 1810, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Cause these built all these big San Francisco buildings. Some of the ones that were destroyed in the earthquakes some of the ones that are still standing were supposedly all built during the gold rush, 1849, to you know 1850 something 1860 but all the people that were in the mausoleum that i found and the graveyards around there and i've gone to other graveyards in the bay area and i can't find anybody that would have been old enough everybody mm-hmm. was either born after these buildings were built or they would have been too young to build so the question is is who built these buildings right yeah. and why don't why isn't there any graves of any of these people that did any of this stuff like and you know it's really funny actually just for reinhardt guess guess who sent now that you mentioned the the colma mausoleum uh video guess who sent me that video reinhardt that got me watching old scary world it was cash No, reinhardt are you here okay well anyways uh we had a guest on our show a few years back uh, and we did a whole series on Laurel Canyon, and he goes by the name mm-hmm. Ca- Cash Customer, and he actually introduced me to your channel. Now that you mention, oh. now that you mention that, um, that the Colma video, because his last name is on one of his real, his last name is on one of the uh, one of the little boxes in that mausoleum in, in Colma. Mm. Now, the other thing about that video that I th- I found very interesting was the fact that there were so many Masonic. Uh, box mm-hmm. like labels if you want to call them yeah and if you if you watch the video again you see there's also a lot of um tombs there's also a lot of you know because that's just all well some of them are bodies and some of them are ashes but there's mm-hmm. a lot of um tombstones for lack of a better word for order of the eastern star mm-hmm. which is the female the female auxiliary version. to right. the freemasons right. it's like the wives and the sisters it's the it's like the for the females mm-hmm. and yeah that was a, that was my my wife's family up until her grandmother they were an entire line of eastern star mm-hmm. females here in the american south reinhardt did you miss what i just said about who introduced me to old scary world i did i'm sorry i i had to, to was, run over and take care of my son it was cash oh you mean the savior of 
TRS, Paranormies, stop, stop, everything. Yes. Yeah, they don't have to do all that on the yes. internet. But yes, cash. Yes, cash. Cash customer. <laughs> he was the one who sent me the first video link to uh, to Old Scary World, and I went down the rabbit hole and watched. Uh, the Colma thing is interesting because I used to live in San Bruno at the uh, the big arch, the newish Archstone Apartments right there, right behind the military um Mm-hmm. the graveyard there now coma is known as the city of graves right basically is that the actual city city of the dead city si- of graves right um the town motto is it's a great place to be alive <laughs> because because the majority of the population is underground there it's it's mm-hmm. it's more like per capita dead people there than anywhere else oh, in yeah. california by far yeah like um, a thousand to one it's creepy. There's well, it's not just it's not just dead people. It's also uh, casinos. There's artichoke joes and like what's the mm-hmm. other ones there? Yeah, it's dead people in casinos. It's a really interesting combination. Um, lucky, so lucky, it's like a mocking. Lucky, it's lucky like a mocking necropolis. Yeah. Like we used to go. Do we used to? Okay, so we used to go to apprenticeship class and then we go to Lucky Chances and eat dinner mm-hmm. and play cards. it's a spooky place it's always foggy it's like silent hill yeah it really it really is it reminds me of silent Hill. thank you yes i'm not the only one that feels that way uh Mm -hmm. everything about the bay area feels like silent hill at times or something out of a video game or something like out of an old scary world um the from the um the masonic hall up on the top of the hill there was it potrero hill of the masonic hall no, I'm the, not. I'm not super familiar with the, San Francisco. Ironically, okay. I, I try to stay away from. It. I used to go up there, but no, I don't know. I mean, okay. Oh, oh, the big, the big, big one. That's yeah. on Slope, isn't it? Or 19th Avenue? The one that's on. Well, no, not that. That's not the one that's down there. The one that's um, where they have all the. They have like concerts and um, like big big comedy shows and stuff there now. It's the Masonic Hall. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it's over there somewhere. Is it? Is it over there? Okay, um, I remember being at the top of a hill because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) funnily enough, I went to go see Dave Attell there one New Year's Eve, and um, he opened it up to he opened up with, "I'd like to welcome everybody to this place where the old where the old white guys come to worship Satan." (laughs) In the Masonic Hall, and like five people laughed, and I was one of them because I got the joke, you know, like. (laughs) <laughs> but uh that that building is one of those buildings from the uh the 15 panel San Francisco panorama you know the one I'm talking about the very famous one mm-hmm. where like we're like literally nobody the perfect in it. vanilla sky yeah in the expedition the uh what's it the world's fair no not from the one is it from the world's fair but it's it's just that that one shot that it's it's just a famous one where it's there's nobody in the city Right, and you can see all of the, the oh, entire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah and it's around. it's a yeah. multi-panel mm-hmm. layout. Yeah, it's crazy that, but that Masonic Hall is in there, and so are some of those churches that are still around, which supposedly you know were well should have gotten destroyed in the quote earthquake. Yeah, I thought for a second there, I thought you said uh, Panama Exposition. Exposition that was the big. Mm. They had a World's Fair for when yeah. The, that was Canal got finished in San Francisco for some reason. No, the Panama yeah. uh, Expo. Um, actually, you're, we had uh, Steel Snake on last week, a week before last, and he was showing us his Panama Expo. Um, oh, what do you call it? Um, not flyer, but the. No, like pamphlet, His pan- yeah, that they the book, yeah, the, yeah, and it was handbooks. The, it's amazing. I mean, that's that's like some, and it's you know, it's the real one from that, and it's not like a, it's not a digital copy. Those things are, those pictures are amazing. Um, yeah, those buildings, you know, they're all they're all temporary, right? Except for except for the Palace of Fine Arts, which was temporary, but then they made it not temporary, and then they re- remodeled it again. Well, you know, what's really funny about that because I've been obviously I've been to the Palace of Fine mm-hmm. Arts and stuff like that, um, and when this whole thing came up and I started, you know, 
re-researching it, going through pictures I'd taken of it. Um, there's swastikas on it. Oh, and yeah. So one of my whole things was like they had this opportunity to rebuild it in the 60s. They wanted to tear it down, but they decided to keep it. Why wouldn't they have gotten rid of the swastikas? Right, because by then they were definitely a quote bad thing as opposed yeah. to a, you know, um a thing that literally every old society had incorporated into their um art and architecture. But the thing is is that, you know, I've been to a lot of government buildings, a lot of courtrooms and things like that, and they have old uh hardwood floors. And in the corners of the hardwood floors there's there's swastikas. But it was like a Roman, you know, thing or something like that. But um, if you look at old bungalows, like they have a lot of them in Pasadena. There's some in the Bay Area, and they had the same. They're called uh, craftsman bungalows, mm. and they would put these details into the hardwood floor like that. And I used to live in a house that had it. I didn't really think anything of it, and people would come over and they'd be like, "Why do you have a swastika on your floor?" <laughs> and I say, I, I, "I, I don't. I mean, the, the house was built a long time ago. They this is this house was built before World War II." Um, so that's interesting as far as old world symbolism and all that kind of stuff. But um, as to why they're on the Palace of Fine Arts, I have no idea. Right. But obviously, you're it was like, built before I, World War II. Yeah, you're like, I, I don't see the world through that lens. But if you do, then. Yeah. You know, it's not I, my that, problem. That, that's, that's, that's how some people, like, they have no concept of, of what the symbol, you know, um, means to different cultures and so mm. forth. They just know it as, you know, the symbol of the, the, the Nazis. The evil Nazis. That were yeah. that well, same with the fascies, the fascies symbol as well. Yeah, I mean that's still that's still, and that's still at Congress. Oh, it's all over Washington. It's all over. It's like yeah. the uh, Abraham Lincoln has his hands on two. Well, you know, one each mm-hmm. each side of his chair. It's, is on, it's, it's on the old dimes. Yeah, on the Mercury head dimes. Mm-hmm. You you could call Abe Lincoln, you know, a fashy fag. <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's Funny, confirmed that he was actually gay. But he, well, he was a president, so there's a very, very good chance that he was gay. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Scary. What's your take on what's your take on the um, the first ladies all being trans? Uh, I don't. You know. You don't get into, You get into any of that. I, I told. I told. I told my friend. You know, that's a proud boy. He's always posting all these pictures. Mm. And I said to him, I said, "You got a lot of pictures of transvestites on your phone." <laughs> You ever think about that? And he's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I was like, I follow your Instagram, man. Like, we're friends on Facebook. Like, you're always uploading pictures of trannies. Like, you got a lot of pictures of transsexuals on your phone." Well, you ever think about maybe not, maybe not? So what I'm saying is, yeah, like it's a big problem, and they're they're super subversive to children, and they're eroding the the nuclear family. Like that's like one of their goals. Um, But as far as all the first, like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we have we have a um, recently re- some of the recent first ladies for sure. Oh. Um, you know, uh, I think one of them's named Michael. <laughs> that's well, that's the one you're allowed to call <laughs> trans now. See, it's happening because because Obama, yeah, Joan, Joan, Joan Rivers got crucified for that one. Oh yeah, they ha- she had to change her character for that. Mm-hmm. That's well, the th- you know, well, you know the theory is they don't actually kill anybody; they just take them backstage, make them change their makeup, and now they're a different character. Or they go to, or they go to the island of misfit celebrities, or, or whatever. Yeah. Wherever, right? Wherever they disappear to, wherever Danny mm-hmm. Masterson's about to head off to. Mm-hmm. But how does wherever wherever uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein went? Right. If I, I'm starting to believe Jeffrey Epstein may not have been real, and every picture of him has been AI. 
<laughs> I man, I don't even know. Right. And Johnny, did you did you see Sam Smith's new like outfit? Yeah, we did. We talked situation. About it, we talked about it on Tuesday. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about it on yeah. Tuesday. His yeah. Epstein Island it's, with his blonde hair as the cap. It's all a so, meme at this point. Yeah, it's a meme. Jeffrey. Well, remember, uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Beer. Right. I mean, like it, it right. was Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Coffee mugs. Like all the you know these like you. Memes. Like you said, Johnny, with, with Michael Obama, it's the thing you're allowed to make fun of. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to make memes. You're allowed to joke about it. Um, it's it's safe. Right. Quote, well, safe. Right. Well, you know, and, and Obama coming out and saying, well, you know, I did, I did write, and he wrote in his memoirs that he had a dream about being gay. If, even if yeah. you did, if I ever in my ever in my life had a dream about being gay, you best believe nobody would have ever heard about it ever. Let alone well, have, have written yeah, it down for fucking especially posterity. you know mentioning things people never hear or hear about is I remember when Jeffrey Epstein got busted the first time mm-hmm. in 2003 or 2004, and I had heard about him. And so when this thing happened again right before he died, I said, "Well, what's the big deal? Everybody knows." Like I thought everybody knew that what, what that guy was up to, and so all the normies like you know found out about him or whatever. But I actually had a dream about that dude before he died. You know. In quotations died and it was after he um was getting a lot of attention and in the dream he was out he wasn't in prison and he wasn't in prison yet he hadn't been arrested yet but all that pizzagate stuff was going on 4chan and all that stuff so it was in my subconscious so anyways i had a dream that he was at a party and he said i'm going to be going like we went and talked and he said i'm, I'm going to be going away for a while but i just want you to know that i'm bad but I'm not the worst. And I said, I know that. I said, I know you're a bad dude, but I know you're not the worst. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm going to be going away for a while. And then that was the end of the dream. And then a week or so later, he, you know, hung himself or whatever he did mm-hmm. while he was in custody. So I thought that was kind of a weird little thing, but I mean, I kind of saw that coming, you know, just because, okay, what, what's he going to do? He's going to go to court and testify. No, he's not going to name any names. Um, is he going to get, you know, bumped off? Yeah, probably. But I, I don't think that the dude's dead. I honestly don't. That's no, just like I said, at this and, point, I don't think he even existed. At, like he's been, he's been a creation of AI and different, different uh, actors playing somebody. It's, it's a very, it's a, it's a, it's, it's very much an um, intriguing story for Americans. Uh, you know, it's, it's very much James Bond villain esque. You know, but dirtier. So, oh yeah, he's definitely like a Batman kind of character, right? Exactly. Yeah, it, it it allows people like me, circa two thousand fifteen or so, to get involved in the whole. Oh, I don't, I don't vote for anything. I've never voted. I'm not going to vote, kind of thing. They're they're all enemies, and it's the it's the safe villain to hate mm. when when you get into all of this and you start learning how these societies work, how occult societies work, how our government, all world governments work um, as far as like child trafficking and, and sex magic and all that kind of stuff goes, they don't let anything get out unless mm-hmm. they want it. Oh, absolutely. To get out. That's what I always say. And you know, the whole thing, with everybody getting all shocked and, and I, I, I said, I thought everybody knew that this is what was going on. The Babylonian um magic cults that have existed for thousands of years and it's never stopped right it's just and they say, oh no we got to get rid of it. i said you can't get rid of it it's it's I and mean, i'm not trying to be like black pilled or, or pessimistic on it it's just it is what it is kind of thing 
is they are practicing Babylonian, they're worshiping Babylonian gods like Moloch and all the other ones, Baal, even though Baal is Moloch, but you know what I'm saying? Like right. before, okay, so when people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I talking about? I'm saying people were doing it a long time ago and it never stopped. And it's a, um, it's a thing that you're initiated into and it's happening and you just have to accept it. And, you know, we're talking about what's safe to talk about. It reminds me of the gesture, the gestures, you know, folly and all that stuff. Like, uh, Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Leno, David Letterman, Johnny Carson, go back as far as you want. Um, even to today's, you know, things is they're allowed to, to make fun of things that they have a past, whereas the average person isn't now. I'm not exactly sure what happened with that. Was that Jerval guy? He did a thing right before COVID started. He kind of was like, oh, you guys are all a bunch of perverts. Oh, Ricky Gervais. What was yeah. that guy's Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Do you remember when he like yes. was at the Academy Awards and he like told everybody? Yeah. yeah, he said, you guys are all Jeffrey Epstein's friends anyways. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. I don't know if that was an act or not. Like, I don't know what. He's what okay. Well, what happened after that was... Um, yeah, again, he seems to be a what we call a pressure release valve where mm-hmm. it's like an insider like Mel Gibson, right? Or, or you know, because Mel Gibson is based in Red Build, and in, even though he's not really, um, but he's still in Hollywood, he's still making Hollywood money, he still knows what's going on, and he still hasn't like if he knows what's going on and it's that bad, why are you still hanging out with those people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ricky Gervais doing that, it, you know, and it was an, another one of those things you're allowed to see, right? And you're allowed mm-hmm. to be like, oh, look, somebody on the inside is calling them out. Ah, ha, ha. Right now, people, people saw that and they're like, oh, yeah, everybody knows that, you know, the people in Hollywood are friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Well, I, I like to say this analogy. It's like years ago, the deal was, oh, you know, poli- every politician takes money. That's just common knowledge. Every you know now it's like well you know everybody everybody knows politicians fuck kids, mm-hmm. and it's like well of course it's, poli- the, it's the Overton window. Yeah, it's like of course politicians fuck kids, and people are like well you know I mean what are you gonna do? It's just what politicians do, and like right. the, the, it, it has the slippery slope is real and it's lubed with astroglide. You know, yeah, and, the slippery slope's real. The mm-hmm. Overton window's real. Oh yeah, you set the thing and then you go back a little bit and you say, "Well, look, we got Jeffrey Epstein, so everything's okay." And it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's like with with Ghislaine Maxwell, his quote girlfriend or whatever, uh, Robert Maxwell's daughter. Another another James Bond esque st- sort of story with the other two sisters that are involved in espionage. One of them stole the Promise system from the United States government and somehow got it through to Israel who backdoored it mm. to 14 different countries. It's a great movie plot, but I mean, and it's probably true, but like, good Lord, this one little family, Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell and the sisters. Right. But anyways, Ghislaine got arrested and put in prison for trafficking, you know, human trafficking, but to mm. who, to whom, who, and you know what I mean? No, to She's the first well, person that's- ever to be convicted of a crime. Mm-hmm. You know, that didn't have, you know, any connection to anything. Right. That's, that's the the safe, uh, again, the safe thing that you're allowed to question. Well, trafficking to whom? Right? Mm-hmm. No, they do this. You're always to allowed to say with, that. They do this show on purpose to fuck with us. They right. give us just enough to talk about to distract us from the shit that, like, you can't really say. Exactly. Especially to people like conservative people, like, you know, I know a lot of them and, you know, they're like, Oh, who's, 
who's pulling the string the, the, the swamp needs to be tr-. i said look man you know you know what i'm gonna say and then i say it you guys know mm-hmm. you know you talk about the jq you talk about whatever and they're oh no 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 you can't say it. i'm like look you're asking me it has <laughs> to end somewhere ask there you know and then they hit this roadblock and then they get all freaked out and think that it's like some some anti-Semitic. It's not. It's just it's an it's a valid explanation. Right. And they're like, oh no, 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 no. We're just gonna believe in the boogeyman. And we're gonna think that if we if we rust the pan long enough, that you know, everything will be okay. You know, I, mean, I, I we could get into a whole thing about that. that it's style. well, it's a conditioning, and it's and it's the yeah. Zionist conditioning in the United States, and it's been and it started in, in the early nineteen hundreds, you know, when Zionism came to the United States. And we can we've done mm-hmm. We've done you episodes on this. You we can't talked blame about everything yeah. on white people. No, and you can't. Yeah. And you and you can't. And that's, bl- and that's what they say, right? You know, they're like, oh well, it's just you know the evil, the evil white man. You know, I like to tell colonizer. This I isn't like- a. This isn't about race. This is about an ancient, ancient like pre-biblical. This is like I said, Babylonian, Sumerian, mm-hmm. death cults, who have sacrificed children, abused children for eons. And it's passed through the bloodline. Sometimes they're royalty, sometimes they're nobility, and sometimes they're even commoners who get initiated into the secret society of death worship. It's just that simple. I don't know why people can't understand. Some of these people are in politics. Some of these people own multinational corporations. Some of these people are billionaire. And that's just the way it is. And that, to me, makes the most sense. It's just these people are just continuing a tradition. Mm Mm-hmm. It, well, the problem with it, with a lot of people is, you know, they've been conditioned to believe what they believe and how that kind of thing is only something you see in the movies or it's something out of the, you know, the satanic panic from the 1980s. And mm-hmm. it's it's got some sort of stigma attached to it. And the, you know, the Frankfurt School and psychology mm-hmm. has attached yeah, the but- stigmas to things. And it's the same people, you know, and it's all, and it's, it's all, I mean, you can sum it up in like, you know, Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, all this, you know, all the tactics that are being used. But, uh, and again, it is the same people that are doing it and have been doing it for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, and, but when you tell them that and, you know, that's anti-Semitic and you're like, well, first of all, they're not Semites, but anyways, that's a whole other story. You know what I mean? That's like for a whole other five hour discussion. Uh, that second we don't have thing, time for. I didn't even say anything about them being Semites. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, let's, yeah, there's so many things we need to start off with here, but we don't have time, but you know, it's only a 15 well, minute well, coffee break, but, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's funny, Johnny, how many people, I mean, we've, how many people have we talked to in the last four or five years from Mr. E all the way to Gary Wayne, um, you know, trying to get L.A. Marzulli on board, mm-hmm. even everybody eventually comes to the same exact conclusions from mm-hmm. one way or another, different avenues. It's it's always coming back to the same conclusion of these people, like you said, scary uh, uh cults going back all the way before the flood after the flood through nimrod in my opinion through nimrod Mm -hmm. um and his ilk um you know perpetuating this Mm -hmm. this cult of of child sacrifice of um of destruction and death and we see that in and as far as the old scary world goes the resets of this world I think that's an intrinsic part mm-hmm. of 
their whole belief system is is covering whatever existed beforehand johnny we've talked with jason from archaics about this stuff um using the the phoenix resets Mm -hmm. and using the natural uh resets that happen in this world possibly in this matrix reality to their advantage Mm -hmm. well that recreating a world on top of something that already existed right and somehow these i don't know if it's these people or this there's one group of people that are able to somehow come through the reset cycles and have to start over you know and uh every time they gain a little bit more power or they do it a little differently it's like a game almost you know and they have to win before the before the etch a sketch gets shook every time i do one of these podcasts i like to try to you know present something new cuz sometimes there's some overlap and there's some redundancy and I try to put it into terms, not to be condescending, but just in terms that are relatable. And everybody's into the cybernetics thing, you know, they're into the, the metaverse and all this kind of stuff. So mm. I try to explain it like, look, we have the old internet, we have, you know, ghost websites, we have artifacts, we have code that people forgot to write, you know, there's there's ways to access to the Wayback Machine, all this kind of stuff. So you imagine that we keep going down this road for another 20, 30 years, and you're you're all old men and I'm an old man and you're trying to explain to kids, Hey, there's an old internet. There's old sites. There's old chat rooms. There's old things floating around out there in the metaverse and the, in the, in the cybernetic, you know, whatever. And they go, Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. This is the way it's always, you know, the web, I guess by then be 4.0 or something like that. And you go back and you, you can you can already do it. You can find these old what and they're built upon other domains and there's there's back doors and there's things that people forgot to erase. Buildings, monuments, water temples, um, all these things in the in the old world, those that was how people got knowledge because there was there was stories built into these these buildings, there was stories, allegory symbols. In the church, there's all kinds of mosaics, there's all kinds of information that could be absorbed just by looking at a building plaques, tombs, monuments. And so we look at the internet, right? Everybody's got all this information at their fingertips. All the stuff that we're talking about, anything anything you want to find out, you just have to dig. They haven't taken that away from us yet. And, you know, people, most people spend most of their time on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, what have you, emails. But there's a whole other world out there. There's the deep web, there's the dark net, there's, you know, ways to access all kinds of things some of it's behind paywalls, but hey, if you want more information, you might have to pay for it. But the point is, is that people used to travel, make pilgrimages to these old world sites, and they would actually gain information just by looking at the buildings. Mm-hmm. And so that now we have the internet, and but people choose to remain ignorant. It's called willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so right now we have to start archiving. We have to start printing these things out. We have to start saving these things offline. Because just like they changed the pictures and put in the vanilla sky and cut out things. I mean, some of these pictures of San Francisco, there's before the earthquake in 1906 and the subsequent fire, there's buildings at the, the, the Hall of Records. And they, they don't even know what the building is. There was no record of it. There's spires and there's these giant buildings. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't know. It was destroyed in the earthquake. And it's like, well, isn't there some records? Of, like, what was that building back there? Mm -hmm. oh we don't know you don't know yeah 
And that's just San Francisco. I mean, you think about the whole world. Like, oh yeah, we say we know who built this, and we say I don't think that they really know who who built those heads out there on East Island. I don't think that they really know who built Stonehenge. They say oh, it was the Druids. These guys in cloaks and and beards with staffs, sure, sure. like <laughs> sure. erected this 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 megalith. Yeah, no, the the Druids kept. They kept alive the memory mm-hmm. and the the magic of the people yeah. who built they inherited it. what right. Stonehenge was. Right. To these and people, they'll tell you that. It was it that's was, the thing, is 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 most of these cultures, they'll tell you, like over in, in Iran, in Persia, you know, old Persia, they will tell you that they inherited these structures. They didn't build them. In right. South America and Chile, they will they, tell you they inherited the Incas, these places. Yeah, the pyramids, when the Spaniards got there, who built them? We don't know. They were here when we got here. Mm-hmm. Right. In Serbia, in Serbia, you've got pyramids that are larger than the Memphis, you know, Bass Pro Shop, Black Pyramid, <laughs> <laughs> than the Pyramids of Giza. But again, they'll say they're inherited. They've grown over. We have no idea who was here before. We just know that it wasn't us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at the, the pyramids in Mexico, they were covered in foliage, they were covered in mud, mm-hmm. and, dirt, and they dug them out in the 1800s. There's pictures. Right. How, did they, the how ones, were they covered in? The ones where the the step pyramids, the ones that everybody goes to visit nowadays. Right. There's how are they covered? If, covered how are they covered with that and, stuff? And tree, if there was like no mud flood, they're like, "Oh, look, there's a pyramid here." You would think that the generations would like keep up on that. Like, mm-hmm. how did it fall into such a state of disrepair? That's what I always say about some of these, you know, ancient ruins. How did they become ancient ruins? Why did people just decide to walk away from it and not keep up with it? That 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 always baffled me. They say, "Oh, well, they moved over here and started another." Why? It was perfectly good. Like, what the hell compelled people to just forget about it? Right. Nobody's done that recently. Nobody's been like, you know what? We know Hartford sucks, but like, let's everybody <laughs> not live there anymore. Yeah, let's everybody just go and we'll just let it. You know, nobody, nobody's allowed to live there. No, that's yeah, no. There would still be. I don't like the moon anymore. Let me let me go and build an, an entire new city for the sun. Right. <laughs> right. Instead of the moon. Yes, my my religion has changed this week. So. <laughs> F the moon. All my homies hate the moon. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I I love. Oh, speaking of the moon, you guys remember the uh, the blue moon the other day? It was like two weeks ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. That big nasty. We were standing out. We were standing out inside of work watching it, and a couple of the other guys were just looking at. It. They're like, "That's so crazy how big it is," and blah blah blah. And I was like, "See how you can see all three colors through the through it because the moon was three different colors at the time because the sky right. was like three different colors." I was like, that's it's weird. And greens. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you know what? Nobody's ever really thought and then stand here looking at this. That's a big ass rock just hanging out right there in the sky. I'm like, what is the difference between that rock and this rock? They're like, well, that rock's up there. I'm like, yeah, but why? And they're like, man, I don't, I don't know. And it never spins. It never moves. I was like, it never moves. It just looked, we just see the same thing every, I remember when I was a kid at my grandparents' house, riding home, watching the moon as we were going over, um, going past the, uh, there's a, this quarry in Newington, Connecticut, and you see the, the big, the big moon over the treetops. And I remember the face of the moon and looking at the moon. Now it's the same face of the moon as I remember when I was a kid. It's, it's, it's the exact same face that they show in every picture because it's, t- same, it's tidally same locked. Map. It's tidally locked, Johnny. That's what it is. It spins perfectly around the spin of the earth as the earth spins around the spin of the earth through the spin of the sun. And the sp- Shut up. 
I hate that. I like they'll they'll they all spin in the same direction in the solar system. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, and you know the the stars that are billions of miles away that are supposedly burned out by now, and we're only seeing the light that's still left on from the burnt out star somehow. Is yeah, I mean, full, yeah, full disclosure, I don't believe in the Big Bang theory. Oh well, yeah. There's no there's nowhere else ever in the history of ever has an explosion ever created every anything. How come we're not big banging every well, week? The, right. <laughs> just just uh, once. I mean the 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 only big bang theory, in my opinion, that has ever existed is is God. Mm-hmm. Is is the only the only thing um created by things or by and through and for all things. That's the it. guy the guy who came up with the with the big bang theory, he called it the divine spark. And it was hijacked by some other people that were doing research on it, but it was originally conceived to by it was by a Catholic and um it was originally conceived to try to explain creation in a scientific way. It was kind of like a compromise, you know, like I'll meet you halfway, guys. Right. I'll say, yeah, the universe is real. Because you know, atheists, they're always like trying to like say and I say, Well, you know, well then who's your ancestors? Like a rock? <laughs> well, to like, a point, you guys I mean, look up at the yeah. stars and go, Ooh, there's my 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 answer because they're like, Oh, I'm I'm comprised of stardust. Oh my god, know? I hate the stardust people. Uh, I fucking shit. Well, we're all the oh same. You know, it's like no, you got no. iron in your blood, you got magnesium, you got salt, you got lithium, you got all these elements. That doesn't mean you're related to space. It doesn't <laughs> right. prove that space is real. You know, all this stuff. Like I identify as a Christian and I try to find, you know, a fellowship or a Bible study group mm-hmm. around here. And every time I talk to them, I say, well, do you guys um, believe in giants and Nephilim? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. I say, you guys believe in dinosaurs? They go, oh, of course we believe in dinosaurs. I said, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we can't yeah. be friends then. Well, well, let's go. Let's go to uh, Ken Ham's Ark Encounter. Oh, man, I'm still the, mad. The, the I am Disney still Tower of Babel ride. I'm mm-hmm. still mad that I did not get to go there with um, what's his name and go debate Ken Ham myself. Well, it's funny you guys mentioned Disney. I just want to interject real quick and say something funny about Disney. That I, it's kind of one of my favorite things about Disney. The Haunted Mansion ride. You guys ever been to Disneyland? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, the Haunted Mansion ride opened up on 8-8-1969. That was the opening night of the of the Haunted Mansion. Do you guys know what other important uh, event happened on 8-8-1969? Um, I don't know. That was a very busy time. For yeah, yeah. Country, it, was the, yeah. it was the Sharon Tate and LaBianca murders in the Manson family. Okay. That makes it. Yeah, okay. So eight, eight. I always thought that was a weird connection. The haunted mansion. Hmm. Well, cash, cash customer vindicated once again. Right. <laughs> um, but it, but it is true. Laurel, Laurel yeah. Canyon connection mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney, Laurel which, Canyon, NASA. Right. Which those those three things always they are they're inextricably bound. Yes, and they're just symbols the 60s, of the 70s. They're just symbols of white achievement. You know. NASA, yeah. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. Why? Why, why do you hate white people? We had Snow White. We had the Rock Movement. Right. We had Charles Manson. Wait a minute. Charles Wait. Manson. <laughs> right. Yeah, have you like seen the, this the stupid Rude, Despicable Me? Oh, right. <laughs> we exactly. have Charles Manson. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So scary. Have you been? You've now. You've done um, a lot of your own like walk walking tours of uh, the Bay Area. 
and um, looked at a lot of these old world things yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But one of your one of your series that you you did was on uh, I guess that would be Eastern Europe, like Crimea, Sevastopol, and all that. I did some about um, what was it? I did some about uh, Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan, that's the one. And then yeah, that's um, and then. There was the one I did about the Russian uh, dolmite things or the, mm-hmm. the little weird uh, kind of dome structures. Um, they're like burial tombs. Um, I haven't done any videos about like what most people think of Eastern Europe, like Poland or Czechoslovakia. Right. Um, I think I've definitely uploaded some pictures on Instagram of Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia, Prague is definitely an old world city. There's a lot mm-hmm. of really old stuff in Prague. But um Russia, I've done like maybe three or four different videos about Russia has a lot of stuff. Um, but I think there's some pictures of Russia here in this in this collection. Okay. That I now, sent you. Now, Scary, in your work, have you been able to, and in my opinion, they are connected, but have you been able to find definitive connections between like the dolmens in Eastern Europe and Russia with what we find in the Near East as well? I mean, yeah, it's kind of like the pyramid thing. It's like there there was some type of, um, I don't want to say collective unconscious because that's kind of a meme, but it's like, yeah, I think that intelligent civilizations just came to the same conclusion as to how to build these things. Now, as to why they were able to do it simultaneously without any seemingly, you know, having any communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's just the, that's just like the, 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 um, I was trying to think of the right word, just the, a testament to, to human achievement is that the intelligent people will come up with the best design, whereas like the least intelligent people will come up with the worst design and you see how things have progressed. And like we were saying earlier off air, I mean, a lot of people try to badmouth the Tartaria theory and say, Oh, that it's trying to, that it's white erasure or something like that. That's trying to say, you know, we was gangs or something. I don't think that that's what happened at all. I think that white people, European people, Western people, Caucasoids, whatever you want to call them. I think that they built upon something that they inherited from an even more advanced civilization that would probably did have phenotypes similar to what we see in, in Northern Europe. In other words, these, these buildings and the old world and stuff, it's not saying that it was aliens. I don't believe in aliens. <laughs> and it's not saying that it was, you know, sub-Saharan Africans, you know, and all that in Wakanda. It's, it's not that it's saying that, the people in power were bestowed this, you know, this architecture from an even more advanced civilization, like say Hyperborea or something like that. And they, they continued it. I don't think that these buildings were literally built by all Tartarians. And speaking of Tartarians, I mean, Tartarians still exist. There are people in Russia. Like mm-hmm. they still, you can search Tartarian and, find pictures that were taken, you know, very recently and they're still wearing their traditional garb. And, um, but I do think that their empire was bigger for sure. Um, there's too many similarities. And then we get into the great wall of China and, and who really built that and why does the, why did the ramparts face the wrong direction? It's almost like they were trying to keep the the Chinese out of Mongolia, not the other way around. Right. I don't know if you guys have ever looked into that. And then Alexander the great went there and he didn't see it. He should have saw it because it would have, according to the you know official timeline narrative, it would have been built. And mm-hmm. Alexander the Great never mentioned seeing it, even though he supposedly walked right 
right through it or mm-hmm. where it would have been. Right. So it's then you get into the theory that it was built way after that the Great Wall of China is not as old as people think. Exactly. There's there's, well, no that history, it being, history know, itself, history itself is not as old as what we consider ancient is not as old as what we think it is or what we've been led to believe that it is. And, you know, these these rewriters of history, these inheritors that were able to write the history that they wanted to, they were able to make the history, you know, and there was this last go-round by uh, indoctrinating orphans and using the orphan trains after whatever the last reset was. I mean, we, we've, we've done episodes on mm-hmm. on the orphan trains and... And that phenomenon, um, and then the the robber baron phenomenon of the early, late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds in the in uh, the United States, and like the Rockefellers creating uh, compulsory education and all that, and basically you know the publish you know three publishing companies, blah 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 blah. Everybody knows you know that's old hat mm-hmm. around here. Well, that's 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 part of a reset, and I get right. into this sometimes with other people. We talk about the current resets, or we talk about these micro resets and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's all it's all relevant. You can see it and, right now. Like you can see a reset going on right now. The way that they're erasing language, making uh, changing the language, um, just you know, just in in media and in school and stuff right now. Just stupid little things like you know, like like uh, Kiev instead of Kiev. Right? It's been Kiev my entire life. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, now it's never been that, and we've been doing it wrong. That's well, just how them. about yeah? How about we call it we call it the Ukraine? I remember when it was called Ukrainia. Right, Ukrainia. I remember Ukrainia when I was a kid. And I know that that's like because the Soviet thing and, mm-hmm. and all that, and you know, it's kind of like calling Czechoslovakia Czechoslovakia instead of the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I do remember when it was called Ukrainia. Right, and I never, I never remember remember Ukrainia. That was ever. You were not born yet, so Reinhardt's true, a lot true, younger. True, yeah. but that was not ever. Like I've never heard that now hmm. before. Oh, yeah. yeah, look up. Scary uh, brought that up before the Berlin Wall fell. Mm-hmm. Okay, just like Czechoslovakia was Czechoslovakia, not Czech Republic. Right. Um, and, and all that. And, you know, the whole thing, I don't want to get into the whole thing about Ukraine necessarily, but I will say it's funny that they're fighting over it because it was because of Russia, it was because of the Soviet Union that it got so big. Ukraine right. was, was tiny and they actually made it bigger by it becoming a Soviet state. And now they want to keep what that was given to them. And it's like, well, to me, it seems like the logical compromise would be like, okay, we'll, we'll let you guys be independent, but you're going to go back to how small you were before the Soviet Union. Right. Uh, I'm not an expert on foreign politics or anything. And obviously the whole thing that's going on over there is like a whole separate podcast. And, you know, there's (laughs) some overlay, I guess, because some people have theorized about like that they're going to use this as an excuse to rebuild the old world and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, they did it to Berlin. They did it to Dresden. They did it to a lot of places in Germany. They bombed the hell out of it and it's, it's gone. Absolutely. You know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. That was one of the things that got us kicked off of YouTube was talking about um was talking, talking about, about the yeah, talking about Dresden in you know in World War Two. Um my grandmother was in Dresden when it got bombed. Oh man. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm first Maybe. I'm first I'm first generation American. My family's from Germany. And um yeah, she she went to France and met my grandfather and then had my father and all that stuff, but she told me about what it was like. And, um, you know, she didn't want to, she wasn't forced, you know, to leave or anything like that. And she stayed until the allies got involved. 
And she ran out and she was grabbing trees and the trees were blowing up. She thought she was going to die. And some guy grabbed her when she was a little girl, you know, clean mansion. And um, she got, you know, saved. But anyways, yeah, she told me about how the ceiling was melting because the the ceiling caught on fire and they were in the basement. But anyways, so yeah, I mean, I have a connection to Dresden through my grandmother who's still alive. She's like 96 years old now. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing with World War II was a recent, I mean, and then you guys. That was a forced like, reset. That was, was an, like, that was an unnatural six thing. It's like a Reichstag fire. I mean, it's the same old tricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And I went to, a, I went to a, uh, an abandoned building in Beverly Hills. Um, I forget the exact neighborhood, but it was, it was outside of Beverly Hills and it was called Murphy Ranch and it was occupied by what were called the silver shirts and the silver shirts were a group of Hollywood uh, people, actors, and they were um, sympathizers with, with Germany and they actually had a ham radio and they would actually talk to Berlin during the war and everybody knew about them. They were fascists and they were in Hollywood and they had this branch and they had a big diesel engine. I saw it all and they were going to try to ride out the war. But the problem is, is that the day of Pearl Harbor, they got raided by the United States government. They're all arrested for for being, um, you know, affiliated for sedition. Uh, yeah. yeah, basically, the day sedition. Of. yeah, they because they, they, they knew about them and it wasn't a problem until we got involved. You know, until we declared war on Germany and all that kind of stuff. But right. if that their their plan was basically to let. Uh, to let mine fear like move to Hollywood, like they're like, oh, you have a place and you know, all that stuff. And a lot of people don't know about that. It's kind of a weird stain on Hollywood's history that the, and because these people, like I said, the silver shirts, they were, they were actors and actresses and producers and like they had money and stuff. And they mm-hmm. were like, and Walt Disney was, you know, getting the whole thing about that Henry Ford. But um if you have any questions about the pictures, if you want to show. Yeah, we'll pictures, start to, we'll do that. Um, Let's see, we're at about an hour, so uh, let's take a little break, and then when we come back, we will get into your pictures. How about that? Sounds good. All right.
This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny, and I'm here with Reinhardt in Old Scary World. And we're going to get into some of Old Scary World's uh, picture collection here, photograph collection. Um, man, our buddy, your buddy, uh, Steel Snake was here, and he brought a bunch of stuff. Um, and his were our actual hard copies. Uh, digital, he's, we're going to have to get him a camera or something, but uh, digital copies are a lot easier to work with. Uh, you've got some really cool stuff here. Uh, where do you want to start, bro? Um, I mean, it's kind of just a, a, a mixed bag here. So go ahead and just pick one. I think I know pretty much all the dates and locations about most of these. Some of them are kind of mysterious, and that's why I included them. But um, all right. if you want to just run down the line, um, that first one there. Yeah, what is that's, this? That's the, that's the tomb of St. Midas. Okay. You know, um, but also it has the... Um, the cross of St. George, all these mm. little crosses. And then that's in Turkey. Okay. And so Midas, you know, like, right. you know, the golden touch and all that kind of stuff. That's King Midas, tomb. the golden touch. And yeah. that's, and that's still there. That's, I included this picture. It's like kind of a recent photograph just because it shows it's still there mm -hmm. after all these years. And, um, it's just, it's been depicted in a lot of different woodcuts. And when you look at the, when you look at the design here, you kind of see like a labyrinth as well. Like, you know, you see like a mm -hmm. kind of a maze. And there's also, if you kind of, it's almost like one of those magic 3DI puzzles. You kind of relax your eyes and you can see other symbols. And uh, like there's like right here, I don't know, I can't see where my mouse is. But if you look right above the guy's head, the guy in the black, and you point the mouse up, 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 higher, 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 right. And then over to the right a little bit, you see the um the room the um the odell room the with the diamond and the two lines if you go down a little bit on your mouse a little bit more you're getting warmer keep going keep going right there see the two legs coming out and then the diamond oh okay yeah right there. you see the, the the odell room yeah uh, oh yeah the guy right there yeah. and then there's a cross dead center yep and then you see some swastikas. Oh yeah, here we go. Now see, of, like once you start seeing it, yeah. Once you start, so there's the guy. There's the cross. There's swastikas over here. There's swastikas over here. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all kinds well, of stuff going on there. Right. And then it's, the entrance to the tomb down there. Yeah. It's pretty amazing too, because as far as Midas and and the rest of really Cretan society goes, this was mythology. This was history for what we call like classical Greeks and Romans. Um, this was mythology even at their lifetime mm -hmm. so this uh, I mean this is far beyond ancient and it's incredible that it has so many different symbols and, and like you said the, the runes um, that are engraved in here mm -hmm. oh man I'm gonna have to and, send these over to, to my Scandinavian buddies and you know, now, what's interesting too is that the, the symbol of St. George you know, being a cross but however many there is, I think there's 13 crosses is like the true symbol of that. And then you get into a whole thing about Thor being um, St. George, the Slayer of the Dragon. And then there's a crossover with that uh, ancient mythology. And so, 
you see a lot of the like LARPers, a lot of the pagan uh, people don't like Christianity and they say, no, you know, um, your gods, you know, on a, on a stick and all that kind of stuff because I identify as Christian. I say, no, well, actually, if you look back at it, the Scandinavians actually stole the idea from Babylonia. And you see um, St. George is older than Thor. Right. St. Saint George is, Johnny, you and I have talked about this. It's not only the chaos conf type stuff, but it's just that ancient dragon slayer mythology mm -hmm. that has existed since before the flood. Right, that character. Mm -hmm. yep. You get into um, Marduk and Tiamat and all that kind of stuff, and it gets, it gets pretty deep. Now, right. this, this is supposed to be a tomb. Right, this is the tomb of a king, supposedly. This is like I never understood. I, I honestly never understood that how how that would happen because this would have to be something that would take a long time to carve, you know, and to put together. Um, I just want a trash bag. Right? Was this or, or was this something that was you know they start building during their life, like start building my well, tomb? Also, if you're into the whole mythology, melted buildings, then you see some. Mm -hmm some evidence of that too you see oh, some weird erosion absolutely the there's meltology yeah this the, the whole top is a melted building you know it looks like mm -hmm. these things up here on the uh, what are these like these are like mushroom stalks that had their tops picked off or something yeah, yeah there was definitely they, more there was definitely more to it at one point yeah okay they they do look melted for sure this all I mean, this was, stuff up here i was gonna say please throw me in the ground but Whatever's going on here, like this, all this over here Johnny, on the left-hand side is is stone that looks like it was flooded in or filled in. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. it's almost like the gates of Moria. Mm. We have going on here, or right, or obviously, this was just a sh like this was just a cliff face, and they somehow carved this into the cliff face, right, with some mm. sort of a laser. <laughs> and what the the rest of the cliff face just evaporated. They, they carved it. The no, they carved. No, this was all. It, see, what is scary? It, do you do you have any pictures of what is behind this? Um, no, especially not on hand right now. But it's definitely worth looking into. These are the only when I search you know, Midas, and, all, and I have some older pictures. But I decided to use this one just to give it more like a contemporary context. But um, there's depictions of what it what it looked like before. You know, photography was supposedly invented. Like, there's old woodcuts of it, and it looks different. Like, this top part isn't all eroded and stuff, but these those are you know, drawings from the 1400s. Right. I have to check into that. Yeah. All right. Let's check out the next one right here. This is 2nd Street between Delaware and Main Street. Mechanic, May 1869, Mechanics Bank's building on the left. Now, this is in San Francisco? Cisco? No, I think that this one is actually in Seattle. Okay. And so that makes it a little bit more interesting too, because you see it going up and down the, the West Coast, because you can see mm -hmm. evidence of mud floods in Los Angeles, San Francisco, right. Oregon. Yes, I believe this is actually Seattle, okay. if, if memory serves me correctly. I, I think it is. Um, I, I was stationed just outside of, well, just outside, two hours north of Seattle, and, and did a little bit of research into the history of that city, and they literally rebuilt themselves in the 1950s 40s 50s they were completely destroyed at the beginning of the century and completely rebuilt the entire city with high rises to begin with mm -hmm. 
and Johnny, we, we talked about this. What, Seattle? We actually haven't done a, uh, anything really deeply on Seattle. No, we haven't, but we did mention that it was destroyed, and they just decided, oh, we're just going to build high-rises. Right, we'll build high-rises on top. And, Scary, that wasn't what I was going to say about San Francisco. Is you know I've done a lot of work in, in San Francisco, built you know built some of the buildings there, and been on some of the excavations. Um, San Francisco is supposedly built on a landfill. That's the that's the story. It's built on a landfill, implying that there was enough fill to you know what I mean to somehow create a landfill. How? And why? And that's a, what is it? Millennium Towers. That sh- the one of the piles, uh, the corners was down like eight inches or eleven inches or something oh, yeah. like that. The whole still build, is. it still is. No, yeah. no, it still is. You can't fix that. You just can't mm-hmm. fix that. That's that's. that's it. Sorry, Steve Young, but uh, <laughs> your twelve million dollar apartment is this is crooked. But um, yeah, it's and that's well, it's because San Francisco is built on landfill. But that doesn't make any sense. How is? If we discovered this area and there was nobody here, well, well, how would we have enough garbage to put a landfill? You know, to me, landfill is garbage, right? That's what we fill land with is garbage or, you know, construction material or moving other land, I guess, right? Landfill, right? Dig a hole and fill it with something. But how... Do you remember them finding uh, the, the, quote, Viking ship when they were digging mm-hmm. from, from Market Street? Through ch- yeah. I saw that personally. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we got to go see... Yeah, we got to go see that. Like, we were, we were working very close to that, and we got to go down and see that. So... Yeah, and I got, I got a buddy. He's a superintendent for some buildings in San Francisco, and he found an old elevator mm-hmm. old, you know, from the 1800s. And it went down into the Stockton Tunnel, and went below the Stockton Tunnel, and there were some corridors and shit. And he got like freaked out and didn't yeah. want to go any further. He wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get out. <laughs> and then There's... he asked me if I wanted to go and check it out. So you know, we might go check that out. That would be a hell of a video. That would be awesome. Um, that that yeah. would be awesome. I'm so mad I moved now, but I'm also not because I don't want to move there anymore. No, you don't want to. Be, I don't even. Go, I don't even <laughs> no. go up there anymore. No, I know, years. dude. I used to. Well, Johnny, you know, I worked Johnny, in city, you're so. in Dogman City, so right. But um. Yeah, we used to we, we used to go to um, the the tunnel, the bar at the top of the Stockton Tunnel mm-hmm. at lunch because we were do it. We would do the uh, the Hyatt. We were when we were doing the Hyatt there on uh, in, in in the square there across from Macy's. Um, and yeah, there's tunnels. I know there's tunnels in that bar. Like there's a door that goes down into the tunnels down into the Stockton Tunnels. I'm like, excuse me. He's like, yeah, that's just the tunnels that go to Chinatown. Oh, yeah, and the other thing that... Uh, just common knowledge. The subject, uh, there's people living underground. It's homeless people living in those... Absolutely, uh, yeah. ...sewers. Mm-hmm. There was a fire. Yeah. There was a fire a few weeks ago, and it exposed it because when the fire started, they saw all these people coming out from the manholes and uh-huh. the sewer grates. Right, and that's and been happening for a while. There's people fucking... There's mole people, <laughs> subterranean fucking fentanyl junkies living underneath the city. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> San Francisco did that to themselves. They allowed... Well, that's... I mean, you you get rid of the sit-lie laws, which means that the homeless can sit and sleep anywhere, and then you get rid of the public urination and defecation laws, and it's yeah. just like, you know... It doesn't, take a, it doesn't take a math genius to figure that out. However, you have had that your entire time throughout... The, the history of modern mm. cities, but like then you Edinburgh. also, but then you also Edinburgh subsidize has, has its own 
underground city where the homeless live and, oh, yeah. and the the occult people live. Mm-hmm. Um, the Necromancer Guild is down there. Mm-hmm. A literal Necromancer Guild on it, on under the city inside these tunnels. I mean, how many movies and comic books have there been written about uh, societies underneath New York City, right, in the sewers? Right. Uh, dude, we have that uh, in our backyard in uh, Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga, a mud flood city. They admit, they're like, yeah, they, mm-hmm. you know, we just built a whole city on top of the old one because it was flooded out. Yeah, I actually have a, a, video, a video about that on Instagram nice. uh, where they showed the news uh, story about that. I, I have an Instagram and it's 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 I don't do anything with it so I'm gonna have to check it out. I literally Same have here. zero fo- <laughs> I have zero followers and I think I follow like two people that I'm actually friends with IRL. I need to unfollow. There's just I I, I don't like Instagram. Yes, no, go follow my Yeah, I don't. I uh, what is your what is your Instagram? That's mudflood memes. Mudflood memes. I will follow you once I once right, I get yeah. back on Instagram. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I just follow um, Tales from the Grid Square. I, I follow them too. Cool. What is yeah. this one now? This one says North Bank Festival of Britain, nineteen fifty-one. Like that's. Yeah, it's not exactly as old as you know some people you know get into, but the Festival of Britain is really interesting because it was kind of like a World's Fair type thing, mm-hmm. and they originally were thinking about calling it like the Anglo Festival, mm-hmm. because the whole point of it was to celebrate like the achievements of, of the Isle of Britain and all that kind of stuff and this picture just reminds me a lot of the san francisco pictures of you know the lights and everything and you look into the festival of britain it's really hard to find pictures i mean there's obviously some pictures and things like that but they don't really talk about it very much anymore and it was also similar to the world's fairs in the sense that they tore everything down even though the festival of britain everything was definitely permanent like there was metal sculptures metal structures they had this thing called the dome and it reminded me kind of like a biodome or like a firmament type of thing. Mm. And um, it was kind of like, who was the guy who, uh, I forget his name right now, who was like the nationalist guy in Britain? And you had that, uh, they like a lightning bolt kind of symbol. For oh, their Oswald Mosley. Uh, Oswald Mosley, yeah. And the, was it not the BNP, not the British Nationalist Oswald. Party? Yeah, it was Mosley. No, there was Oswald Mosley. Yeah. yeah, it's like that kind of, the, the Festival of Britain had that kind of vibe. Okay. Yeah, it was the and BUF. So, the BUF, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. It's basically never going to happen again because it was, like I said, it was like a, it was a nationalist festival, but it was pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. But they were also showing off new technology, just like we saw in the World's Fairs, like the incubators and electric cars and right. moving sidewalks in Paris and stuff like that. So it had that kind of World's Fair kind of vibe. I actually did a video about it on my YouTube channel if you want to like learn more about it. But I would say the Festival of Britain was like the last festival expo that had that kind of old world vibe right on. but kind of mixed with the with the envisionment of what the future of britain was going to be like and obviously they didn't see what was coming no so. they didn't have well i mean now to be fair uh who was the guy that drew the comics for uh for germany in world war ii reinhardt you know the the book the guy we're talking oh, about right um, um he wow. drew the comic. Well, he drew the comic of France in the future, and it was a French couple sitting, smoking right. a cigarette, sipping on sipping on coffee, and they're in a zoo exhibit where there's black families looking down on them. Like, 
they I can pretty... remember Oswald mostly, but I can't remember him. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they, somebody predicted it. They happened to be German, um, strangely enough. But yeah, the thing about England is they started the I, them in France. They started the World's Fairs things with the um, the Crystal Palace stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And France had that one festival of light thing that was what eighteen eighty something eighteen ninety something I don't remember exactly the date, but these things were huge feats of electricity now I don't know the history of electricity in Europe, but I know that in the United States we weren't we we supposedly weren't able to illuminate you know that many things that to that scale at that time you know we didn't have the electrical uh, infrastructure to do that i mean but apparently no, i mean I'm apparently pretty they did sure the electricity is, is an old world technology oh for sure yes, i'm battery. talking about like real history like, like the history that we're told right well we so, had we had some type of of um currents you know being like with the baghdad batteries the, the urn that they found mm-hmm. Right. I think it's thousands of years old that had copper and vinegar and the copper interacted with the vinegar mm-hmm. and it created an electrical charge and they were like they were like batteries and then people have theorized with the Ark of the Covenant you know suppose if you touched it you got electrocuted you got shocked by God well they think that what was going on is that they, they rigged it with one of these batteries so when you touched it you had like a mild electrocution Interesting. And then there was the computer that they found in ancient Greece, or I mean, they found it in present-day Greece, but it was an old adding machine. It looked like a little cash register. It had all these little gears and shit, but they dated it like 3,000 years old. So I, I think that there's some there's definitely like some uh, credence to the whole Antiquitech thing. Mm-hmm. I think that we've rediscovered certain technologies for sure. And oh, definitely. expanded upon them, but... Um, as far as light, yeah. I mean, I definitely think that we had some type of... Um, man-made light source um, going back you know, maybe even to ancient Egypt they have a depiction of a light bulb looking thing and it's in a part of the pyramid it's down in the burial chamber where no light can get to and fire can't even breathe so they're like well how did they chisel out this thing and it's like a it looks like a, a there's like a little filament and it's like a bulb mm-hmm. and it's in one of the pyramids of Giza so, yeah, there, well, there's yeah, there's a lot of theories. There's the light bulb theory in that. Yeah, and, uh, Jason from Archaics has, has has theories on that. A lot of people have theories on that one. Um, but yeah, how did they get light down there? They had to old oh, mirrors, bro. You know, you can't use mirrors to get light that far. I don't believe that. I don't believe you could do it with mirrors, like they did in the Mummy. Remember? remember? Right. <laughs> Except we we don't have. Brendan Fraser with a revolver. Come on, man. That was best Brendan Fraser. Uh, not best Brendan Fraser. Um, that that was Bre- best Brendan Fraser. You think you think Mummy was best Brendan Fraser? Not not Encino Man? No, Mummy. <laughs> I'm joking. Encino Man was Mummy terrible. and, tar- and uh, uh, George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle was good, yeah. I will give him credit on that one. Okay, what's let me see what we got next. This one, next one <laughs> is... <laughs> Oh, what is this? This looks like... Yeah, so this is um, an old dungeon uh, in England uh, going back to, I don't know, the Bronze Age or something like that. And uh, obviously the ladder is new. Um, But I just, I included this one because I really wanted people to think like, can you fucking imagine living 
in, in a world where this is where you go when you do like something wrong right like oh, you go down in the hole and then it's just it's kind of spooky it's almost like a cursed image kind of vibe to it and uh, i just wanted people yeah. to kind of like kind of dwell on that for a second like imagine what it would have been like back then in the bronze age to be thrown down into the subterranean pit you know with these iron gates mm -hmm. and uh like that's that's your home i don't know what they were doing down there why they went through that much effort like what's the whole deal i mean there has to be some type of psychological thing that our ancestors tapped into like what's punishment on top of punishment lack of sunlight being in the dark sure you right know, like they could have just as easily entombed or imprisoned somebody you know above ground but they decided to put it underground and then we get into like the land of you know greater shadow and you know the the, the beginning of of the afterlife as as a as a place where just pure darkness i don't know it's just um it's just strange to me yeah and also the fact that somebody had to build this this is all stone yeah. this is all you know stonework this is all masonry work yeah well and this evokes to me um images of the undercity of edinburgh mm -hmm. scotland edinburgh has its own undercity just like um uh, chattanooga tennessee does but having an entire undercity of these kinds of dwellings and these aren't like prison cells they're dwellings they are occult um occult homes essentially in chattanooga in yes. Chattanooga, mm -hmm. in Edinburgh, mm -hmm. as well. Edinburgh is is what I'm getting at. They they have that entire city going underground where people go in these types of places, and mm -hmm. they they do work. They live, and like you said, just what would draw them and and push them in there? What kind of society mm -hmm. would force them into these locations? Um, well, maybe they've been living under just, there for a very long time. Right. Yeah. Far longer than we would expect. What is this guy? Looks like a horse that's relief. The, that's the gates of Ishtar in okay. uh, Babylon, which is now Iraq. Okay. Now that's a horse relief down there on the bottom in the brick. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's see how it's dug out. See, it was it was buried. Right. It's buried. It's just several feet deep. Yeah. And this is actually a relief that is like in the in the brick itself. So like mm -hmm. the bricks are actually laid out so that this horse is. In th in three D on the side, that's very cool. Now, yeah, this is this is definitely evidence of some sort of mud flood. Um, we've been told we've been told that you know the the, the quote mud flood is quote retard shit, uh, <laughs> and obviously you know um, obviously that's crazy. You know buildings don't sink, mud doesn't fl fall down from the sky. Um, these people these people obviously. I have no I have no idea they, they, they well, look it's at these like pictures. i think it's a lot like the flat earth thing mm -hmm. or it's a lot like the moon landing thing like oh you're stupid like the easiest way to try to silence a theory or silence a belief is to belittle it with like childhood you know insult, with, like, that's being, uh, juvenile rules for like, radicals oh, retard shit oh that's dummy stuff what are you stupid it's like no you're the fucking retard because you won't take the initiative to do a little bit of research and come to your own conclusion so you get this like hive mind thing mm -hmm. you know this like um playground kind of uh, mentality like oh he you know believes this like let's all point and laugh at him 
Right. That is that is yes, mockery and um, appeal to ridicule is one of the logical fallacies in a, in a that a losing debater will use because um, there's really no recovery from that. Once you you know once once you're being made fun of, you can only defend, and once you're defending, you're losing. And that's mm-hmm. how and that's how and that's how debate works. So well, lies lies don't need to be defended. Or, I mean, the truth doesn't need to be defended. Lies right. need to be defended. Exactly. The truth just needs to be represented. So here's a better um, picture, a uh, different angle of the Ishtar Gate. That's just a lot like of bricks. Pre- like the previous photo, you see more reliefs there. It's a lot of bricks. Uh, yeah, and the yeah, reliefs, that's crazy. Yeah, older, older photograph uh, with the sepia tone. When, uh, but, when we first started talking about, um, like, the... Uh, the, what do you call it? The asylums out west in California and in Utah, and the fact you know Utah in general and how Utah was built, and um, you know we we make jokes about you know we hear about um, the steel you know like the the guy the steel magnets right the guys who are big in the steel industry and the guys who are big in the railroad industry it's like you never hear about the brick guy right mm-hmm. I mean there had to be a brick guy and every single time in the comments it's like do you have any idea how cheap it is to manufacture bricks nobody would get rich making bricks and it's like Bro, it's not the point. The point is, is that we're six point seven trillion of them. Where were they made? And how you know oh, the what I mean? brick the brick factories are made out of bricks. Right. The brick factories are made out of bricks. What? Yeah. The limestone the limestone kilns mm-hmm. were made by limestone kilns. So it's kinda of like a chicken egg thing. Right. Yeah, don't worry but don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It, don't worry, they, don't worry that we built this huge mental asylum in the middle of nowhere in Utah in the eighteen hundreds, even though there was hardly a population, let alone an an insane population. Yeah. They were just preparing. Also, we're just... also we're putting in dinosaurs into these reliefs, and uh, we believe in gin. But don't worry about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This uh, is this one's yeah Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, and then they had uh, this court of Neptune. It reminded me a lot of like the World's Fairs when they'd have this like mythology kind of built in to the thing and then you see this like kind of Roman Tartarian whatever kind of architecture and this was like if you look it says Gimbals and I don't know if you guys remember Gimbals was kind of like a Sears right like, Gimbals was a, yeah, it was a, yeah. It was a department, department store, store. Yeah. so it's just like oh so they built this like this um, neoclassical or neo-Roman or you know Grecian shit for, for a department store that's mm-hmm. just it's just you know that's just how we did things back then for some reason, and then um, Court of Neptune had this weird kind of occult kind of thing, or not occult, but like mythological thing, and it's just really interesting when you look in the history of the Victorian age into the mid 1800s and early 1900s is that the Western, you know, the Americas and, and England, and this like fascination with the occult, and I don't know if you guys ever looked into all that stuff like seances, you know, it just it exploded during that time and I think that that's some people's explanation for the architecture as they were trying to revive like the uh, the romanticism of right. you know mythology but regardless um, I, I did a whole video about Milwaukee and there's a lot of old world buildings there too and a lot of unanswered questions as to how these things got built so fast mm-hmm. well it's funny it's like you know in, in Union Square in San Francisco uh, the Macy's building is mm-hmm. an old an old world building that they turned into Macy's. Definitely. Yeah. It's got the same, it's got the exact same structure right there. The columns and the facades and the big, you know, and all the big square 
uh, whatever you call these over here, the parapets and the, you know, the, the stuff up on the roof. And in San Francisco, there's so many buildings that have gargoyles and mm -hmm. those and angels and whatever those things are. Uh, so many buildings. Um, 134 New Montgomery is a building they did. It was the Yelp building. They like 12 fours of that building is Yelp. And uh, that one, they gutted the inside. And that's definitely an old world building because it's like the walls are like four feet thick of that granite type rock. You know what I mean? That all mm -hmm. the, all those big buildings are made out of all those big old buildings are made up. And it's gotta be geopolymer of some sort. Like that's, you know what I mean? Looking at, and from the construction aspect of it, those buildings had to be geopolymer, like made three, maybe 3d printed or I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have, I'm, I'm, I have no idea how they did it. I wasn't around. But yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of that kind of stuff too. Is that you know these things were prefabricated somehow, some type of lost technology, mm -hmm. and uh, and then you get the whole thing about you know dismissing the people who built it. And I'm not necessarily trying to. I'm trying to kind of meet people in the middle and say, well, that may or may not be true, but let's try to like figure out why, if these were made purely with the old tools, how they were able to accomplish that, and to what end exactly was was it you know. Um, right for god was it for country was it for money was it just for for aesthetic and you know they say oh well, it's just aesthetic and they go well why don't we build buildings like that anymore and they go oh, well you know it's too expensive and i say no it's because we don't fucking deserve them anymore because people would just piss on them mm -hmm. they wouldn't get finished because people would ruin them before they were finished and because people aren't skilled enough you know and they say well yeah that's true and we then it's like the one of those things where people go well that's just the way it is and it's like yeah but why is it the way it is mm -hmm. We and lost people say the that, oh, the old world's going to come back, and there's people that romanticize it. And I say it's not coming back. We don't fucking deserve it. There's, you know, like we have to start from zero. And again, this kind of like fairy tale thing about free energy. Sorry, I'm I'm getting off on a, on a on a kick here. But what I'm trying to say is that in the community of the old world research and the Tartaria research, there's many different schools of thought. Mm -hmm. And I try to look at it from an esoteric kind of mysterious kind of way and just kind of say okay well that's just the way it was but a lot of people think that it's going to come back it ain't i'm sorry like i'm be the bearer of bad news here but it's something to look back and appreciate and kind of like ponder but the idea that we're going to have like flying cars and free energy and everybody's going to sing kumbaya across <laughs> america it's just it's kind of hippy dippy for me you know oh for sure um, well, that's the that's the dream that's been sold to Generation X is that, uh, which has caused Gen X to you know to further sink into the somebody else will do something about it mentality. Mm -hmm. Is that we were sold, uh, you know, Marty McFly on a flying skateboard and Nikes that'll make you jump twenty feet and uh, Star Trek and Star. You know, we were sold this this future that it's not going to happen. It'll never happen. It's mm -hmm. like physically impossible. Uh, and, and we've given away so many things. Um, the free energy stuff, I find it funny because, you know, they, they start, they've recently started talking again about like, you know, um, ether mm -hmm. properties of ether, which is, you know, it's almost like they're almost having to, because there's enough, there's enough people that have, that have figured out that there used to be something. No, no, I mean, I think that it definitely is a strong possibility that there was people that tap into that, look at some of the old 
monasteries in Tibet and mm -hmm. stuff, and there's electrical storms, and these chains start, you know, flying around and conducting something. Um, I don't know if you've seen that video where these orbs mm -hmm. show up and it starts interacting with the, the spires. Some, yes, uh, yes very temple. cool. Yeah, and then there's that one place in, I don't remember where it is, but uh, it hums by itself. It, like, mm. it, there's electricity all by itself. It just makes noise and, like, sparks. Not sparks, but, like, kind of like, what are those balls? They always have them at, like, a, at like a um, Spencer's, like, the little balls with the, you touch them and the light touches your fingers. The, 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 what the fuck they called? Tesla balls or whatever the fuck they're called. Tesla coil, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like, they're... You know, like a miniature one, yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, but that's, that's one of those what looks like an old world... It looks like it's got a connection to the old world grid, which is in the ether, which is in the air. Um, but everywhere else, it seems that the inheritors and whatever the reset was, the last reset was, totally disconnected. And they removed all of the things that would have allowed us to connect to it. You've seen the pictures of, like, all the... Um all the cupolas that look like they had something in it at one point mm -hmm. and you know they're all missing and maybe it's some also sort of bells 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 a huge like yep. purge of bells mm -hmm. for some reason a yeah the, the bells, bells were either removed or they were ruined they were like painted so they didn't have the same resonance mm -hmm. and they were taken out of missions you know old mission buildings right churches they, cathedrals but they made up be, a story about picture, how they so they made and I don't think that it's AI. I don't think it's AI. I think it's a it's an authentic picture. And there's just like a field, just like full of, of broken bells. Yeah, that, I think that's in Russia, it. isn't it? Is that one supposed to be in Russia? This one's Russia. Yeah. Yeah, and, I've, I've uh, seen that picture before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's real too. This is before. I mean, it might not be at this point. Like I said, at this point, I can't be like if it's on the internet, I can't be sure if it's real or not. But yeah, I, like I mean, sometimes I, what I like to do because I don't like to use. I mean, it's happened. I think sometimes on Instagram, people have said, "Oh, that's that's not real," and I you know take it down or whatever. But I try to do my due diligence, and mm -hmm. one of the ways I do that is I look at the metadata. Right. And I got this particular picture off of this really weird site. I kind of don't even remember. It's probably in the metadata, but it was from a site that was like, you pick a place in the world and then pictures show up and it's a totally like user-based um, system where people upload pictures mm -hmm. and then they put in the data roughly where it was taken. So these were scans. You can see here it says 687 in the pencil mm -hmm. up in the upper uh, left-hand corner there. Yep. And then shit like that, and then these little imperfections and stuff like that. But yeah, this was in Russia, and I just I included it because it's such a like hodgepodge of things. Like you have this like pagoda looking thing in the background. Yeah. So over have, this is a very like strange Roman, one. Grecian looking pedestals mm -hmm. here, and then you have this kind of World's Fair old timey. I don't know what kind of thing going on. It's just, and then you have these people working here in the garden. Right. You see these people kind of toiling away, and then you see these other people here walking on the left side. This group of people have like dress. It's just a. It's a very like almost like a painting. It is. Picture, like it's telling a story. It is. It's like it's a. It's a combination of things. These guys right here on top of the pillars, they remind me of. Um, there's the one basilica or cathedral in um, in Rome that has rows and rows and rows of these. Maybe it's in Venice. Reinhardt, you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about uh, St. Peter's Basilica? No, it's not St. Peter's, but this, you see these these oh, guys okay. right here, right? It's like there's rows and rows and rows of these dudes up on top of 
Pil- pillars. If in- you're if you're looking for that in Italy, do you have any idea how little, a little that, that narrows, narrows it down? down? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Saints on top of pillars. <sighs> Right, but like that's that's definitely a thing, you know, and you'll see right. this you'll see this in cities all over the United States, like like in Philadelphia, you've got the supposedly William Penn or whoever it is on, that that's like one of these guys on top of the on right. top of the building in 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 Philadelphia, and then you've got you know in other in other cities like in even in, in San Francisco, you've got I forgot which building it is, but you've got these guys on all four corners of the building, way up high. Legion of Honor. Is it Legion of Honor? I don't. Uh, they got down- some statues there, but yeah, it's I just downtown, thought it was weird. Yeah. There was Russia, and it was like this Parthenon-looking thing. This is Russia. And th- this, no, I'm saying this. This picture here is, is from Russia. Yeah, this picture is from Russia, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had no idea. I'm like, okay, yeah, you could. You're like, you play name that place. I couldn't have told you where this is because you've got, you've got Asian, you've got Roman, you've got Greco, you've got a fountain here for some reason. Mm-hmm. Somehow there's water pressure pushing this fountain, right? 20 feet in the air yeah. there's there's a lot going on in that one right you got the this looks like the ferry building in san francisco right mm-hmm. um and this over here like you said looks like some sort of bazaar and you got people working all over the place this is great this is very but it's it's this sepia tone um this looks like it would be printed on the same sort of stuff how the pictures are printed on our money mm-hmm. you know what i mean like whatever process that is that's how this was printed what it looks like. Also, the the woman, I assume it's a woman here in the in the foreground this with one? like no face. This one, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, you this can't see any of their faces. Yeah, yeah. I just noticed that. That's how. That's why it's and like this AI. The, the two over here on the right edge here, they're kind of like headbutting. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. maybe they're looking for something on the ground. I don't know. It's just a. It's an interesting photograph. They dropped a contact lens. <laughs> Hercules powder. Okay, so I did a whole video about this uh, on my YouTube channel. So all the powder that was supposedly used to blast for like gold mining and building buildings was this company called Hercules, and they're actually still around. They've gone through a few changes and things, but in their old advertising, they literally used Hercules, and I just thought that was really strange. And it's like Hercules slaying the giants, and you get into the whole thing about the Nephilim and Tartaria having giant race of people. And um, I just thought it was really weird how, for no apparent reason, these old 1800s, you know, companies were using, you know, ancient mythology for, for their advertising. Mm-hmm. And also the technology, because they invented nitroglycerin. That's one of the reasons why they're still in business, because they supposedly had a patent on it. Hmm. If you see there, it says patent in the United States of America. Office, California Powder Works, manufacturers of sporting cannon, mining, blasting, and Hercules, Hercules powder. powder. So you see that Hercules powder was separate from blasting, mining, cannon, and sporting. It was like this special blend. And then you look here, Hercules powder will break more rock, is stronger, safer, and better than any other explosive in use, is the only nitroglycerin powder chemically compound to neutralize the poisonous fumes, notwithstanding bombastic and pretentious claims by others so they're like basically saying like we built the west like the weed that they had the power to blow up mountains mm-hmm. and you talk about reset it's just it's i know it kind of seems like a stretch or you need to kind of look at it from like a existential kind of but i think there's some clues there and that they had some type of um, formulation to, to speed up the the new world mm-hmm. in the building 
Definitely. They, well, they definitely had. I mean, they definitely had a way of destroying it. Um, whatever happened in, in to these cities in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, people have been saying, "Oh, somebody needs to do a series on the Great Fires," and we keep talking about it. We've mentioned it once or twice, um, but. The Great Fire of San Francisco, the Great Fire of Chicago, the Great Fire of London, the Great Boston Fire, the Great New York oh, Fire, yeah. the Great yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mrs. O'Leary's cow all, kicked all over a candle. Like ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all within, all within ten years. All these cities. <clears throat> Chicago was a city that was made completely out of red brick, and it burned down, which is scary because, like, in the winter time, I put my whole family in, in jeopardy by burning fires in my red brick, brick fireplace at home. You know what I mean? If if fires can burn down cities made of brick, man, I should stop doing that, right? It's just, uh, it's, it's yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like it's that's not the story. I don't believe the stories anymore. No. Like people still I mean, actually, people still actually believe the stories that an earthquake and a fire is what completely leveled uh, San Francisco and made it look like Maui from two weeks ago. Yeah. Now you start to see a lot of similarities with that, and then also uh, in Northern California, some of the fires where like the whole thing's burnt out, but then the trees are fine. There's green grass next to you know it, it's it's a little strange. It's a little yeah, strange to yeah. say the least. And you get the Chicago fire, the great fire, you know the one that was supposedly started by a cow tipping over a lantern. Right. And you really look at the map, and that fire spread in a very irregular pattern. And whole neighborhoods were spared. Somehow it seemed to jump over water, go to the other side of Chicago. Um, yes, it was not. a lot of things that people just say, well, I don't know, because everybody's busy. And that's kind of like, it's not a big deal or anything. This isn't everybody's forte. I don't expect everybody to devote as much time as I have or you guys have to these types of uh, topics. But the, the, the big thing is, is most people just simply are too involved and they might be wholesome people I mean, people have jobs people have family they have other responsibilities this is not there so i don't badmouth people for not knowing this stuff i just kind of get a little perturbed when people have their own agenda mm-hmm. that obviously undermines my you know research and my beliefs and then they're like well this is the way it is and i'm like hey man i'm not even saying this is the way it is you are right in relation to what you're saying i'm saying cut the average joe a break like the average joe is you know he's just trying to put food on the table or something he doesn't have time to go down these rabbit holes but exactly. in my experience when i go to like parties or i go to like family you know, kids party, and there's some dude that has an open mind and he's like johnny lunch bucket or like you know joe Sixpack. <laughs> like he doesn't have any idea what the hell i'm talking about he's actually way more open-minded than these fucking eggheads that have college degrees every single time man Every single fucking time. I work in, like I said, I work in construction, and some of the most open-minded people I've met are the guys in construction that actually, especially especially because of COVID. COVID gave everybody an opportunity to sit back and go down rabbit holes. A lot of people did finally find time to go down rabbit holes because people did have a break from life there for a minute. Whether they needed it, wanted it, needed it or not, COVID kind of made people do that. Um, I, I was doing some. I was doing some scab work. I was doing some non-union work with a contractor, uh, last couple last years, mm-hmm. and needed some extra money, and so I took up jobs. And you know, I don't mind manual labor. Sure. Know? And um, I got to talking to him, and he asked me what I was up to, you know, my off time. And I told him about the YouTube channel and so forth. And I showed him some pictures, and I showed him some things, and he knows a lot about carpentry and masonry and, and everything, like a jack of all trades. 
And he goes, you know, I think you might be on to something, dude. And I mean, and he was like, you know, he was in the trades. So that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, it's yeah. not how people think it is. And I think that a lot of the intellectualism has been hijacked by groupthink. I mean, that's like a whole other subject. But when it comes to construction stuff, it's actually the guys who know the most who scratch their heads and say, you know what, George? You know, I, I think you might be right, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how did they build all that shit so fast? Well, And that's coming from people that, that build shit. Absolutely. That was one of the things um, when we were we were going down the rabbit holes of watching your videos, watching John Levi's videos, go, <clears throat> looking at Howdy McCoskey's book about the the Book of the Fairs. Um, we've spoken to Howdy on the show before, and you know he went he went to the largest construction company owner in in Norway and talked to him, showed him you know the the World's Fair and, and had him a reasonable estimate of what it would cost and this guy came back with a ridiculous number you know that, there's no way that even nowadays they could be able to do it on a, you know in a, in a, a realistic budget number right and well uh, you just look at this picture for example just to yeah, what is what is this image. now what is this well it's, it's in russia as well but the thing is is since you mentioned it, it's like if a bezos or a bill gates kind of guy he said oh i wanted this built to spec mm-hmm. you know you can't like right. everybody would like you. You say, "Oh, I want to build, you know, some some old building," mm-hmm. and but it's got to be made from Roman concrete. You know, no wood, no fi- no fiberglass, no uh, plywood, no modern materials. Right. All like ancient technology. It's it's not it's not that it's out of the the realm of possibility as far as construction, as well as you know, it's if money's no object for some of these people. Some of these you know multi-million. There's just simply nobody's going to take the job. They're going to be like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's just not, not going to happen. We can't even get that much material. It's just not going to happen. Right. And there's right. And, and then the logistics for the infrastructure necessarily mm-hmm. to support uh, a crew or crews large enough to manu- to handle a project that size. Mm-hmm. Right. It's and then the other suspicious thing about this picture is you guys notice how white it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it's there's something missing here. Yeah, the rest is of it, it like what's what's this over here? There's 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 like there's something that's just barely faded out over yeah. here in this corner here. And look how straight if you zoom in on one of the edges, especially the one over here on the right side, it's like look how cut out it is. It's almost like it's like a Oh yeah, look at that. Right right there. It's definitely cut out. Yeah. Right there. It's it's, it's like this a, thing went through it's like a it's like a PNG. It's like somebody exactly. like just totally masks the background. Yeah, it's like somebody sent this through remove.bg. Yeah. <laughs> you see this little hill over here on the left side. Yeah. Rude. You know, but I mean, and that's the other weird thing about some of these buildings, especially some of the ones in Europe and Russia, is like they're just plopped down in some rural area mm-hmm. and there's nothing like built out around it. And it, then you see in some of the supposed construction photos. You don't even see any like deep tracks in the mud, like to haul these heavy materials, let alone that it was all, you know, supposedly conveyed by a horse or a donkey, you know. Is you this a person here? Is this supposed to be a person down here? I don't know if that's a person or if that's like some shrubbery or Right, you know. but if it's a person, look how big the rest of this building is. Now this this feature right here, this bottom tier that's mm-hmm. white with the steps going up to the quote first floor. You see this in so many uh, uh, government buildings and churches and, and things in the in the United States and around the world. This whole this whole feature that they had to build 
stairs to get to the first floor because this whole area, these mm-hmm. all these all these windows are actually halfway underground. So this is like obviously evidence that this either sank or the ground came up, right, or something uh, came yeah. down. And right. a lot of a lot of times, maybe not so much in this picture, but remind me of the fact is that the majority of the buildings sometimes have like a totally different patina, mm-hmm. totally different color. Right. This to this, yeah. These are two different like. Yeah. Definitely color. This the same. Well, and this is not the same window style as these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could argue that maybe this is red brick because it's a black and white picture. Maybe this is red brick and this is you know granite yeah, or gray granite something like that yeah. or limestone. But regardless, maybe this isn't the best example. But there is some examples where you see like that the majority of the building is aged more, mm-hmm. but was all supposedly constructed at the same time. Right. Oh, this uh, is cool. The gates to Jerusalem. Right. And I, I included this one just because it's such a you know historic place and everything. But you know you can kind of see that it was built at multiple times, and then it was like trying to like save what was left of the gate. And you know it's just it's a very I kind of want people to kind of go down their own rabbit hole on the gates to, to Jerusalem. You know, and you just think about how many people have gone through this, and you know just they survived this long. Mm-hmm. And now it's all built all around. It's like a tourist attraction. But um, I guess I included it for the show just for its historical context. You know, um, it's an interesting. I mean, thing. like you can see how old this is down here on the right, and how old this is over mm-hmm. here on the left, and this yeah. stuff in the middle on the top, like the two these two nipple thingies here, uh, mm-hmm. these two towers definitely have these mosaic uh, stuff going on um, that are definitely newer. These these two towers are mm-hmm. definitely newer than the rest of it. Oh, you can definitely see some evidence of something getting dug out here. Yep. And down there's here. some different like sedimentary layers here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh wow. This is cool. Yeah. What is so this? Bellarmine's Island. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I kind of forget where this is, <laughs> but you can you can you can make it out. Um, and look it up. But I said maybe. I want to say it's it's probably in Scotland or England. I don't think that this is in the United States. No, this definitely looks like something over 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 there. Um, but, but you can look it up. I mean, I it's have, an incredible structure, though. Like, and it's in, in several stages of disrepair. I mean, like they this obviously here this this obviously is you know something added new. Mm-hmm. You know, after a reset, but this is old. This is very old. Like this is this is old. Like this, who the fuck built this? You know, right. who, who? I don't care. Like I don't believe that in the 13 and 1400s, pe- the peasantry just loved their royalty so much that they would, you know, spend generations building these structures for these royal families. That's the dumbest. Yeah, the, 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 the feudal serfs. Yeah. And the feudal serfs were just such good craftsmen on top of it, you know. Low-protein porridge. Right, right. This is is this one now. Yeah, I like like photographs like this. I used to be be a professional photographer in in another life. Um, And so I I include this one just because it's like, it's an example of vernacular photography, whereas vernacular being like, they didn't, exactly um know that it would be like a work of art when they took it they're probably just trying to take a picture of their kid sure but the reason i included it as well is because this was the other side of of america supposedly when all these great 
you know, old world Tartarian style buildings, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And the classical revival. And then there was people living like this at the same time. And you see that juxtaposition to this day. You know, right. if you go to the Appalachian Mountains, there's people that look just like that boy. This barn looks this barn looks like the barn, one of the barns on our property. It's fallen down. We gotta get yeah. that taken care of. But this and there's right still here, some stuff is... like that left in the Bay Area too, some old barns like that. But yeah. um but this is old. Like, I, like this stuff is this barn is eighty years old, right? At least maybe seventy, eighty years old. At the time of this photo, which was taken in the 1800s, late 1800s, right? Mm -hmm. So that barn was built in, let's say, 1800. And where was this one supposed? To, is this a Russian picture also? Uh, no, I think it's actually United States. I'm not sure. Okay. It's okay. like um, somewhere in back east, like Appalachia or something like okay. that. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's it's, why, it's just that's why I included it too, because like I said, I mean, we were extracting the coal to build the steel to build the big cities, and you know, you still see it to this day. There's that juxtaposition between the big cities mm. and, you know, places in America where people are still basically living like that little boy, you know, mixed with the, the opioid crisis. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're, we're coming to a head here, guys. Oh, I don't want to sure. get all, like, serious, but, um, you know, they're going to... It's like the orphan trains. We're going to see the reversal. Oh, look, you You're got a picture see... of downtown San Francisco from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's... uh. <laughs> That picture actually got me uh, a strike on YouTube. I had to take it out. Really? Yeah, that's a bunch of burning bodies. Oh, wow. Sure. That's Dresden, I think. Or, yep, um, yeah, it's Dresden. Yeah, I think it is Dresden. Yeah. So Dresden was Dresden was a uh, a double whammy for the, uh, the world order, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. um, regardless, regardless of what anybody thinks about anybody involved in World War II and whatever their motivations were, the number, my number one takeaway from that is um, more white people, more Europeans died in that conflict than any and than ever in history, mm -hmm. and that was the largest genocide of Europeans, and they did it to each other, um, which is sad. Uh, but yeah, they they got rid of they got rid of one of the most beautiful old world cities in Europe, Dresden, and they killed a whole lot of Germans. Innocent women and children too, because women and children was pretty much who were that's where that's where they were sent, because in war you, you weren't supposed to go after the civilians. Like World War Two was the first war where they actively targeted civilian targets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like I was saying earlier about my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, was that off air? I forget because I don't want to shift gears too fast. Oh, it's fine. No, I think. But, I think. Yeah, I don't remember yeah well, my grandmother was from the Black Forest. Mm -hmm. Bavaria, and she was sent to Dresden, just like you said. Mm -hmm. It's so sad. Yeah, it was. It was a beautiful city. I mean, this, it was the art center of Germany. It was one of the most beautiful cities in Europe, and uh, it was terror bomb, nightmare bombed, two hundred fifty thousand tons of bombs in Dresden alone. So th yeah. this one's an Orthodox church in rural Russia. I think it's like somewhere in the um, mm -hmm. eastern part of Russia. I've seen this in, a, in another person's video before. This is very cool. Um, the amount of uh, domes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very, very interesting. That's also a really, really old photograph too because that's mm -hmm. um, a daguerreotype. Is but it? if you okay. see it, like how it's like, it's, it was a glass negative. It was mm -hmm. before they had like film negatives. So this was just etched on, it was light etched onto glass. It looks like, I mean, it kind of looks like a pencil drawing in some places. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's just it's the really really it's it's like I said it's it's called the daguerreotype. Right, the daguerreotype photography. Oh, That's we. Yeah. We used to get when we were trying to um, we first started doing the uh, old world Tartaria stuff. Uh, that was one of the things that one of our, our detractors would always be. Oh, you know, Johnny, that's just daguerreotype photography. You just don't understand that when they took pictures of, like, you know, the the empty cities, they used to use daguerreotype photography as the cope for why there was never anybody in the pictures. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I talked about that on one of my videos mm-hmm. about San Francisco, and I, I included a picture where there was no people, mm-hmm. but there was horses, and they weren't blurry. Right. Because they say, oh, well, there's people, but they get uh, the long exposure. But like I said, I used to be a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. I worked with film and digital, and I know about the history of photography. And I, like I said, I found photos where there's no fucking people, but there was animals, and they were sharp and in focus and not blurry, even right. though they would have been moving around. They weren't, you know, in stalls or anything like that. And also because it wasn't overexposed, it wasn't underexposed. You can tell by the light that it was the afternoon, not the morning. Because that's the other thing that a lot of people say. Oh, those were taken on Sunday mornings when everybody was at church. It's like, where's the fruit stands? Where's exactly. not everybody had the luxury exactly. just fucking off to go to church? Well, where were the Jews? Yeah, where were the Jews where's setting the smoke up? smoke coming from these buildings? Yeah, but there's no smoke emanating from these smokestacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Who's this guy here? Who's this guy with the? Oh, uh, the San Francisco. You know, 1906 after the. Uh, the fires right and uh got the, the got the top hat guy right top hat guy got, other yeah, guy back got here the dude with the mason hand yeah you got mason yeah. hand guy here this guy i don't know what you got back there you got somebody up here mm-hmm. apparently yeah this is th- these kind of things i always thought were amazing the the, the telegraph uh poles that had like one two three four five six seven it's the ones that have, have like 30 racks mm-hmm. of wires it's just amazing to me how like in, yeah. like in San Francisco and the city was supposedly founded in 18 what 49 right mm-hmm. but by 1869 or 1870 30 years later they had thousands and thousands of telegraph drops you know just like Sydney mm-hmm. Australia right which is another one of those crazy you know it was it was built by you know it was built by um convicts but that, but again they built this amazing greco-roman you know, post office and, 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 you know, civic building and whatever. It's ridiculous. Just the same. It's the same story everywhere. And of course they built Also, it. it's still standing just like the telephone poles still stand yeah, right. after the big fires. Right. Exactly. It's just, it's just amazing how that works. Yeah. This, this picture looks like a lot of Photoshop. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of old school Photoshop. Yeah. I just think, I but think it's also, really sinister. But yeah, it these is. top hat guys. I don't mm-hmm. know what their deal was. The top hat, the top hat inheritors that like John Levi calls them the inheritors, the top hat guys. Yeah seem to me to be like not the men in black but like maybe the watcher type you know what i mean yeah they're just to oversee they were like damage yeah, the control yeah. um kind of just you know not not invested not mm-hmm. the people who lost their homes not the people who lost their bankers you know yeah they always bankers. seem they, they always seem everybody seems so nonchalant no matter what in these pictures right Mm-hmm. This is terrible stuff going on. Like you know, people are like millions of people are supposedly dead, thousands of people are supposedly dead, and they're just walking around with their hand in their vest. Now, where's this picture? I think that this is also it's either San Francisco. It's it's definitely on the West Coast, and okay. it's a little grainy and stuff. But it's an example of like kind of a mud flood because you see all that debris. Mm-hmm. That's after a, like a big storm, and it just like rolled into town. 
Well, this and looks like this yeah. looks like they're doing something to the first floor too. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're digging it out, you know. Because, right. Um, and for people that are interested in the history of California and mudflats, look up how there's Lake Tulare is forming again. And Lake Tulare was a basin that was drained for agricultural reasons, supposedly in the 1800s. Hmm. But because we had record rainfall last winter, it's starting to fill up again. So we're going to see mud floods like we kind of already have in Southern California and so forth. But the problem is, is the ice melting or the snow melting up in the Sierra mountains. It's all going to flood down into the valley. And this happened, did a whole video about it on my YouTube channel about it was 1867, I believe. And a third of the, st a third of the state's agricultural land was, was flooded. And it can very easily happen again because there's nothing in place to stop it. They haven't put up any real like measures to change that. So if we get record rainfall again with this El Nino system that's coming in, uh, we're basically going to have a mud flood in California. Oh, for sure they will. Yeah, it's, it's bound to happen. Um, they, there's too much there's too much weird stuff going on with the weather out there yeah so this one is Iran mm -hmm. in the 1800s Ooh. yeah there's a lot and... of weird stuff um, Reinhardt what was the picture that uh, that Dogbot and Skull were we were looking at it was like a statue that's laying down or it was like halfway sticking out of the ground or something but it was like on its side and there were pictures of it from like the, the 1800s all the way through the 1900s all the way through to recent times so it's obviously, you know, it's, it's still there, but it's evidence okay. of something. Um, you know you know what I'm talking about, right? Remember those pictures from I, a couple weeks ago? I don't want... It was in the, we were just talking about it in the prep chat. It wasn't anything on the channel or anything. It was just a... Uh, yeah. Isn't this I'm, weird? I'm looking through the yeah. prep chat. But um, it's, it's the same sort of thing, but it's it's over in the Middle East. And in Iran and in the, the, in the Middle East, there's all kinds of crazy stuff like that. It's like, what's the... Um, in Lebanon, the... Uh, Petra, right? The, the, the mm -hmm. yeah, all that, all that stuff there. It's just insane how, how these things are carved into the stone, or, or they were old buildings. Even the mountains, these mountains that they're quote carved out of, we've got it backwards. They used to be buildings, and now they're just melted. Well, we look at the Taliban, you know, and then you see, okay, well, the Taliban was was funded and you know astroturfed by the CIA in the 1980s and 70s, right? Well, who was blowing up all the old? Artifacts and relics and, and temples and the, all that stuff in Afghanistan. Al Qaeda, right? Al Qaeda and 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 the Taliban because it was you know conflicting with Islam, but they were blowing up statues of Buddha. Why was there statues of Buddha in the Middle East? Right, exactly. Why were there? Yeah, why was there? Well, it's like when you see right. Um, well, these old these old pictures of these old cathedrals and they have you know they'll have like a Muslim cross star thing and a Christian star and is you know the mm -hmm. star of Rem famine as well you well know. you get into the country of Iran and then you have some people that are Iranian they say well I'm Persian and then you see a lot of people surprisingly well maybe not too surprisingly in the conservative circles they say oh there's no such thing as a Persian you guys are Iranian they're anti-Iranian because they're you know blah 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 but then you look at the origin of the word Iran it was Aryan and to this day, right. there's a lot of people with blonde hair and blue eyes in Iran. Now they have darker skin, but they, nonetheless, they have blue eyes and blonde hair. And the name of their country is literally an old word for Aryan. Now, right. Aryan, not to be confused with World War II, you know, Nazi romanticism, but literally the Indo-Europeans who migrated 
west from northern India. Mm-hmm. And getting that whole thing, that's kind of like a separate podcast, I suppose. But <laughs> There's the a point lot is, it, yeah. is that why would the United States and Israel and the other you know parts of the Global Homo and you know NWO why would they want to blow up Iran? Why would they want to decimate another place full of old world history? And coincidentally, one of the few remaining countries that doesn't belong to a central bank system. There is or that can't as use, well. You can't use a credit card in Iran. Well, and and that area too is is part of the centralized area of like um, of the Timurid uh, quote Timurid Empire, if that mm-hmm. actually existed, um, under the again quote Mongol Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was an east to west trade route. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Samarkand in through there, through Iran, Uzbekistan, all of those stand countries that we see that we never see anybody actually living in the oh, capital yeah. cities. You want to get into the whole thing about Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan, and they got these like futuristic cities it, that well, lit hey, up all night. I know all, all about uh, those. Johnny, I know. I know all about this. You and Skull. (laughs) Wait, no, Reinhardt. I know all about Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. I saw Borat, so you know, (laughs) I know everything. Which was which was filmed in Romania, right? Exactly. No, that's yeah. (laughs) It's it's that's it's that's but that's all most Americans know about Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan is that uh, Mm -hmm. Borat, right? There's there's some buildings there. There's a guy that I follow or subscribe to on YouTube doesn't really have anything to do with the old world, but sometimes there's some things he shows. This guy named uh, Bald and Bankrupt. I don't know if you guys ever watched his videos, but he went to Uzbekistan, and they had these huge walls, and they were pristine, but they were supposedly thousands of years old, which is all fine and dandy, but he wasn't really looking at it from the old world you know, lens. But nonetheless, he was documenting it, and I was just watching it for, for that purpose, and I was like looking at it, and I was like, this is a country that hardly anybody can point to on a globe or a map or anything. And it sounds like you know about what it looks like at night. It's 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 completely lit up. It's like a it's like a some type of futuristic city. Sorry about that. I was checking we just Reinhardt was I was proofreading Reinhardt's telegram post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I, I I messed up. It's okay. Oh, it's, it's okay. I, I know what you're talking. Or I know that you know what I'm talking about. Yes, exactly. Oh, absolutely. They built do, out yeah. these cities like they're about to move a bunch of people into them. Right. Like exactly. they're, pl- they're planning for a mass migration, just like in China. They have these ghost mm-hmm. cities. They're all built out, ready to go, but nobody lives there yet. Mm-hmm. Or it's well, a- I heard that. No, I've heard this is this is you know this is hearsay. That the the ghost cities in China they're starting to deteriorate. <laughs> Some of them they're because they're so shittily built that they're starting oh. to fall apart already. Well, that would, that would, that's a very possible explanation yeah. as well. I mean, I've seen videos, because, uh, you know, because I'm in construction, I'm in, like, some, some working guy stuff. Working man's memes on Telegram is a great channel, by the way. Um, very funny guys, except for Raymond Reddington. But uh, they, they're always showing these Chinese construction videos, and there's, like, the concrete there that they use... It turns into powder. Buildings are like they don't have OSHA. The sh- they're, they're, what they're building in China is basically shit, from what I from what I can. I've tell. seen I've seen some videos like that where people just chip away and it's yeah, just crum- it's like filled with like garbage and stuff. Yeah, like that. It's, yeah, it's terrible. I don't know if that's the standard or if that's just like some jackass quality video that they're putting out there as propaganda for us to look at. 
you know, because there is there is the possibility that everything we get to see on the internet is completely fake and also completely. Well, all that all that COVID stuff coming from China in late 2019, early 2020 was all propaganda. That was oh, all for sure. Earlier, absolutely, all, yeah. Fake. Yeah, we were we were one of the. We were one of the early callers of the fake and gay of uh, COVID and stuck, oh, yeah. stuck by don't it. Even me, don't even get me started. Oh, yeah. We stuck by it, lost friends. Uh, oh, yeah. The whole, we, the whole enchilada. Yeah. We, uh, we, we have guests that, you know, that asked us to remove episodes because they don't want to talk to us anymore. <laughs> you know. I, rem- I remember in October, November 2019 when it was called the Wuhan Mystery Illness. Mm. And I said, oh, I got to keep an eye on this. And it just got worse and worse and worse. And I just said, this is fucking bullshit. Do you guys remember when they built the hospital and they live streamed it? And they built that temporary hospital on a, on a, on a lot full of mud. And you never saw the inside of it. And yep. they were like building this like out of like sheet. It looked like they're using Tyvek and like scaffolding. Right. Do you guys, do you guys remember that? It was like a huge hospital. But they didn't have any foundation. They just let it like sit right on the mud. Mm-hmm. And then it was a YouTube channel that was live streaming it being built. And um, and then the fog came in. You guys remember when the Wuhan fog came in? The fog. The fog. Wuhan was like totally covered in like fog, and they were like misting with some chemicals or something. Oh there right, were, like, cars yes. Tr- yes, 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 fogging up the whole city of Wuhan. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, in New York, the past couple of days, they've been spraying for, uh, they've been fogging New York. I heard about that. They didn't give anybody any warning. People had their windows open and so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, from what I understand about that, I just saw that like last night. Yeah, very dystopian. There was, there was no warning. Right. It was just close your windows, get inside. We are spraying. As as they're spraying, right. but they didn't as give it. anybody like a twenty-four or forty-eight hour notice. It was just, you know. And I walk around sometimes. I go on long walks and stuff mm-hmm. by myself. And I, I live in the suburbs, so it's it's pretty peaceful. And they, they they're still spraying that mosquito shit. They do it like around four, around three thirty, four in the morning when less likely, you know, because the bars are closed. But right. People haven't got up, up for work yet. And they got these fucking trucks that drive around and spray anti mosquito shit all night. Yeah. But most people don't see it. Mm-hmm. But they doing it. Yep. They've been doing that for years. Yep. That's yep. A, it's big time. But anyways, back to the COVID yes, thing. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to tell people from day one that it was all a bunch of bullshit. And, uh, you know, they were like, oh, you're... Blah, 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 and I lost a bunch of friends and shit, whatever. You know the story. Oh, absolutely. So I took this picture. This one? Yeah, I took that myself. That's in Olympia, Washington. That's the old... That's supposedly the old Olympia. You guys know Olympia beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's supposedly where they used to make Olympia beer in that's, the 1800s. Because that's what a brewery... Because when you... Because when you want a brewery, that's what you need right there. You need that big, you need that big three-story tower in the front of your brewery. Yeah, no, that's just not a three-story tower. Shit. Holy shit! If you look they, back here, they, there's they built more building. a new building, and that's that building's abandoned now too. Yes, these these giant buildings were just abandoned. They didn't need them anymore. It was it was whatever, and now they just don't have it anymore. Like it was an asylum, it was a hospital, it was a school. Now it's just mm-hmm. nothing. It's just abandoned, like the city. Like we were, we were talking about earlier, these cities that are just abandoned cities. How the fuck? Does an entire population of a city just up and move over, you know, a hundred miles west, right? Just everybody moves, not the city, but like they moved to a new place and nobody stayed. But this picture is uh, photoshopped. Okay. Not like doctored, but it's, you know, it's heavily edited. And I included a, a less edited version and 
it was to show people it's really easy, even without AI, to, to fake these things. It's going to come up later. But, okay. Um, yeah, here's another one from Russia. And, see, um, there's the, here's the... Yep. yep the, um, and it almost looks like a radar, though, you know? It does. Um, now, what year is this supposedly? Uh, late 1800s. Okay, so late... Late 1800s, like you've got some sort of electric light, because this is... Yeah, I like the lanterns. Very, I, I don't see a lot of those kind of style. That's very cool. So if it's a gas lamp, right, if they're going to say, oh, that's a gas lamp. Okay, so where is the gas line for that? It's a very small... There's a very small thing cord there. I don't see it. I guess this would be the gas line here. That doesn't look very good. I mean, it looks like it's being hung by its chain. Right. There's a chain, and if that's the electrical connection or the gas connection, and this is a gas lamp, and that was... A... So how would you light this gas light, right? Because the gas lights had to be lit by a gas lighter. Also, if you look at the, the base of it, the yeah. foundation of it, it's like just these little... Um, it's open. Little, like, logs, little kinds of things. Yeah, it's open. You can see that through it in the bottom. So Yeah. So Triangular, you know, mm -hmm. tripod kind of thing. And then this building here looks way older. Yeah, this guy here. Else. These windows are black, sunken, blocked out like for some sink. reason. Whatever this is, is blocked out. Like, this is an older... Like, yeah. this is the top of something mm -hmm. that's down here. Why would, you, why would you make something so ornate just for one little gazebo thingy? Right. Like, that was probably a veranda. That was probably a balcony of some sort. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they toppled it. I don't know. It's 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 pretty goofy. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting, like, that's a strange structure to start. This is the bottom floor. You know, and this is very low for the bottom floor, right? That's a lot of weight on the top there, too. Yeah, interesting. Assuming assuming that's all, you know, some type of concrete. Stone, yeah. Well, these are all, yeah, like, I guess cut stone. Could be right? plaster. I, I don't know. That's, well, they would say it was cut stone. Yeah. All right, so there's that other building. Okay. The the Olympia Brewery, mm -hmm. and obviously less edited. But like I said, I, I I included the really edited one just to show it's it's pretty easy to make new photographs look old, even without AI. So oh, that's more or sure. less like what it actually looked like, rather than that kind of moody black and white one uh, a few slides back. I still find it funny that they're saying this is the original home of Olympia Beer. Like this is where this was. This was a. This was when they designed a brewery. They decided, yeah, this is it right here. This is the brewery design. Mm -hmm. And then. San Francisco. This is no. This is San Francisco. Either San Francisco, it could be Boston, actually. Actually, no, I think no, it looks like San Francisco. I guess some of these all I think mixed you're up. Right. I should have organized them a yeah, little no, bit no. better, but it's definitely the Americas. I always, yeah. Every when I first see this one, it reminds me of one from uh, from I want to say Saint Petersburg in Russia. It's very similar to this. But that's the thing with these pictures is they all look. There's <laughs> well, look how hilly similar. it is. That's why I think it's right, San Francisco. Right, right, right. That's the yeah. That's going up here. It's it's pretty hilly. But um, this looks either way, over here. either way, something something's not right. This looks like going towards San Jose down here. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like um, Jack said it's not it's not Boston. It's too hilly. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, my my gut reaction. I mean, I, like I said, I have a lot to go through sometimes, but I think this is San Francisco. Yeah, no, I, I think I, you're I, right. Now I'm looking at it again. I think you're right. This is. But this is, it's like these, okay, here's your top hat, guys. Here's your hat, guys. Mm. Right. Just standing around. Here's your hat, guys, over here. More hat, guys. 
Just standing around. Looking at the damage, surveying the damage. Now you've got this. What's up with that? What's up with that wooden fence? This weird, wooden like, fence, it's like all wild different. Wild West. Very Wild West looking. There's like a gate. I guess it's the construction site, right? You know? That's what they'll tell you, but. But I mean, over here you've got like a little shitty construction. Right, little shitty wooden ground. building here. Look at this. It's like a little shitty wooden building. Mm hmm. And you've got. This is all just blown out. This look like, looks like it's been blown out a while ago. Mm-hmm. You know, this is... And this was built around in the ruins. Good lord. And then you've got, like, Greco-Roman style stuff. Well, what's there. up with right right to the left of... Yeah, what's up? That, like, gargoyle. You've got, like, his arms out. Oh, this got, guy? Like, yeah. Pointy little head. There's, like, some type of... Dude, I think this is still there. Yeah. I think this is still one of those buildings downtown. I think this is, like, down there. There you go. I, I, like, I want to say that this dude is still there in San Francisco, still down looking at, like, the Wells Fargo Bank, that the one downtown. Mm-hmm. And, like, New Montgomery and Market right there. Or whatever that is on the other side. Yeah. Sutter's like, right there on the corner of Sutter. And that all comes Man. Like, that's, yeah, it's definitely, that's definitely, a, you know, just an earthquake. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, so everything that's leveled over here that's powder, and this, whatever happened here, jeez. But this right here is totally just standing by time. And this is a facade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to this, whatever this is. This is just a facade. A very ornate, you know, very thick stone facade. Probably, again, a geopolymer. However the hell they did it, when they did it. But it's a, it's a geopolymer. It's just a facade, though. It's crazy how they how they made these gargoyles, you know, and these those uh, we talk about it all the time, like like over in Europe, those um, the marble statues, like you know, uh, like the rape of Persephone. We, we I jokingly call it the the rape of uh, the molestation of some lady. You know, it's um those those ridiculous those ridiculous uh, lifelike realistic marble statues that clearly look like they're either three D printed or molded. Yeah, I think there was one that was like an Italian uh, sculptor, I forget his name, it was like the one where the person's trapped in the net. Mm -hmm. And that net is like, it bends perfectly to the body, and it's all one piece of marble. It's, it's, it's probably the best example of like the, you know, how intricate the, the, those uh, marble statues can get. And the guy produced like thousands of statues in his short life. I think uh, John Levy did a video about it. Um, so I took this, or I took that picture too, that one there, it's in Bodie, this guy. California. Yeah. Bodie's uh, on the other side of Yosemite Valley, on the eastern side, mm -hmm. high plains. Nice. And uh, so these buildings are supposedly from the 1800s as well. Now this, this photo surprisingly is not altered. I shot it on expired film and then just scan the negative directly. So that's why there's all those little imperfections that start oh, cool. the film that's, that's a really cool picture. But um, once again, another example of how it's easy to produce bold looking pictures. Right. Um, so yeah, this is in, uh, in Germany, in Leipzig. And it says, uh, which is God is with us. And this is still there. But this is a, um, a memorial to some old like Germanic hero. If you search uh, 
If you search there at the bottom, the, the name there that's at the bottom, it, it says what it is in German. Good lord, that is huge. And that was supposedly built in the 1800s or something like that. Volker yeah, the Volkstag. Oh, pardon my German. Volker, uh, Volker, it's like the monument to the to the people or something like that. Um, you can actually, you can actually search that out in the translation. <laughs> it's still like it's huge. That is yeah, ridiculous. And, that, and it's still there. Yeah. Now, it looks like it has the Liberty Bell on top, almost, right? And those yeah. clouds look fake too. Right. Those clouds definitely look fake. And it's got your your large statues of people mm-hmm. and, and a shit ton of bricks. And it's got this this right here, this got mittens on there. It looks like the font that they use at every Irish pub. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? You know what I mean? This should be saying like Patty O'Day's something, you know? Yeah. As opposed to God Mittens. I, I kind of feel like that doesn't look very German to me. But like that's like like that's like something that they they added to that, you know. Um what's your theory on on uh what do you think like that the uh the the, the national socialists did with all that because like, that's that's old world buildings that they, they, they took possession of, like all that cool stuff. I th- I think I mean from what I know, limited, you know, knowledge of, of the inner party, um I think they wanted to try to preserve it, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I think that they definitely weren't planning on tearing it down. Right. It fit in with the whole, you know, Europa, you know, kind of, you know, neo-revivalism. Um, so here's another one from this big, um, same city. And then... Um, that's ridiculous. And that's a hotel now or something? Uh, I'm not too sure about that. that. Still I there. just... One of the other one was from Lightspeak, but um, yeah, it's um, the clouds look like they copy and pasted them from the other picture, but it could it could have been maybe this the same day or something. I don't know. It's ridiculous. The skies the skies look definitely look fake. The skies definitely look fake. Wow, what's this? Uh, that's in England. That's some old abbey. Okay. In like, um, I forget the name of the town, but it's it's some old abbey in in England, and. You see another one of those examples of like them trying to rebuild it. You mm. see the ladder, like oh, we're we're working on it. But, right, like, right, right, right. We're know. fixing this. Now but this it just is seems a... a little haphazard how close the graves are to the to the building. Kind of weird, yeah. And the graves are kind of close to each other, and how they're kind of mm-hmm. sort of like benches next to the grave. Like, is that where you're supposed to sit and mourn? This bench is kind of on a slant. I'm like, that's weird. Um. But these are, you know, these are brick structures. So these are obviously, you know, bricks were laid, right? There was scaffolding or something all the way up when they built this. However, they built it. Mm-hmm. Bricks were kilned. They were baked somewhere, probably nearby. You know, so obviously they had the oven technology there. It's just, I don't know, it's crazy. These are, these are. Yeah, these are. Some I mean, of... you know how it is. I mean, I had I had literally thousands of pictures. I didn't want oh, to sure. go on too long, but I mean, no, these are all great, man. Um, we uh, like these are 
a lot of these I haven't seen before, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's that's very cool. It's always cool to see to see stuff that we haven't seen before. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm telling you, there are so many things that you know we we can definitely do um, many podcasts on just because there's so many rabbit trails and stuff going on with uh, the the different aspects of cover the cover up of the old world, the cover the history of you know like making the new history who's behind that and how that's happening and how how they did get rid of it and what you know and what, what they did do with all the old world technology and how they are releasing old world technology kind of again slowly sort of well they're doing something and what i've always heard ever since i was a teenager in the 90s was that the government supposedly 15 to 20 years ahead and right. they they allow us to use the technology for you know civilian purposes you know t televisions or cellular mm -hmm. telephones but i guess what a lot of people's you know consensus is is that they're reverse engineering these things and they're you know kind of reinventing the mousetrap or whatever they you know build a better mousetrap or reinventing the wheel yeah i don't believe that and that we you know we kind of like bequeath these things you know through through the generations and there's these dark projects like that's the whole thing with nasa is you know it's like we we fund nasa and then the money gets embezzled for these you know black ops or something like that mm -hmm. and uh you know sometimes i think that that's just kind of a red herring you know i mean and being perfectly honest i think this whole thing's kind of a red herring from like enjoying life oh yeah so i try to, i try to i try to take in the the aesthetic and say well at least at, at some point there was people and there was a, there was a civilization and there was a society and there was a a culture that could actually build something like this whoever built it however they built it it's irrelevant and like i was saying earlier to the point of like why can't we build this stuff anymore why do we build like with this weird like postmodern, you know brutalist shit it's cheaper it's faster and because of you know multiculturalism and so forth like we can't adhere to one aesthetic so we just get this like homogenized just hodgepodge shit like what they're building new housing looks like shit you know it's it's very oppressive it's very depressing and uh here in the bay area and silicon valley they just they just keep putting them up and they're just like stack them and pack them right and these like weird looking you know minimalist looking things and people are leaving the bay area though <clears throat> you know because of the because of the homeless and the crime and the, and they're, the san they're francisco they're leaving the san cities, francisco yeah yeah um, yeah San Francisco is from one of my one of my best friends up there, uh, who's does the same thing I do. Uh, told me that during the day, it's a ghost town, and at night, downtown San Francisco looks like an episode of The Walking Dead. So it's, yeah, it's I mean, from what I've seen, like I said, I'm I'm kind of like on strike, I guess, in mm -hmm. a way, or I'm I'm kind of boycotting. I just I have no business up there. Yeah, there's I no reason to go there. Anymore. I don't do anything like that. I, I don't. Um, I'm not trying to sound like an elitist or anything, but I, I don't I don't go to bars, I don't go to concerts anymore. I kind of I made like a pledge to myself that I wasn't going to go to any place that asked for uh, vaccination requirements during the lockdowns or the whatever the fuck that was. Mm -hmm. So I don't go to any big venues. I haven't been to a show since 2019. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, well, I, mean, I went does. to a lot. I, like I said, I've been I just to a lot do photography for a lot of bands. Been in bands. I, I, I'm kind of like I don't need to do it again. <laughs> I understand. I understand what you mean, but at the same time, yeah, you find you find you don't miss a lot 
of that crowd. Right. Nah. There's Those that people, too. they don't they don't give a shit about me for the most part. Or they might pretend to, but they they have their own lives. I have my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a family. Um, I'm pretty devoted to my exercise regime, and I, I just I have like a few like really really good friends, like people I consider brothers. That's all I need. I really am not into it. Um, I like making content be. for people like you guys and do these podcasts and work on my, you know, t-shirts and clothing. I just, I just, and San Francisco is like a fucking joke. Like I started going up there when I was a kid to go skateboard, uh, 1995. I started taking the train, the buses up there from, mm-hmm. from the South Bay. I've seen it all. I just, I'm just over it. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not trying to be like involved in any scenes or any of that shit, you know, like, fuck it. No, man, I, I totally understand. I've seen the decline of San Francisco from the time when I was a kid mm-hmm. till <clears throat> when I first started working there 20 years ago until now, you know. And I like to, I like to equate it to, like, like Wile E. Coyote going off the cliff. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, when I, when I left, like, I had still... You know, he he had gone off the cliff, and I still managed to escape. But right now, he's off the cliff in the you know on the ground, looking up, and the rock is about to land on him. That city's—it's like I think I think what's happening in that city is unfixable. And a lot of these, a lot of these major, a lot of these major it, cities yeah. like Portland, it was Portland bad Seattle. Before, it was bad before the the lockdowns, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, cool, now they're gonna like use it as an excuse to get rid of all the fucking you know people. No. They made it worse, and they yeah. said, "Oh, they're they're okay. They can sleep in the alleys, and uh, they're not wearing masks, and they're walking around barefoot. Right. They're still alive somehow." Right. You know. Well, they I, give. But I know. actually thought that they were going to like exterminate. I thought they were like going to really use it as an excuse to reset the city, and they didn't. It's just getting worse and worse every day. Mm-hmm. And they, they like just... I said, I mean, I came from, I came from a time during the whole hipster like movement, you know, two thousand five, two thousand seven when men were still dictating how women dress and vice was like not a blue pill. I mean, they're not even around anymore, but the time, you know, um, that whole culture, um, it was still very masculine. And then the femininity started to creep in. Maybe could do a whole podcast about that. Oh psychology. man, San Francisco has, well, the thing about San Francisco is they had, they had several sources of cancer. And the problem with cancer is if you don't take care of cancer, it just metastasizes into something really really big and kills the entire body so you know when you do when you have something like the tenderloin where you basically allow all all drugs and all forms of degeneracy you've got what is it uncle archie's and auntie s no uncle esther and auntie archie's bars it's the tranny bar next to the gay bar next to the tranny bar next to the next to the hostel next to the ymca where dude's getting a blowjob from another dude who's buying crack from that same guy like in public, that's and that's, you know, that's there. And then you have the Castro, and you know, and the gays didn't really leave when during COVID. You know, they didn't really, you know, have to, which I thought was funny. Um, they were kind of scared of COVID actually, because a lot of the gays got vaccinated. I'm pretty sure, which is funny to see how gays are afraid of a virus for once. Yeah, homos, yeah. they definitely got vaxxed, especially in the military. Yeah, well, they need they need the job, so. And there's the whole monkeypox thing, and they stopped talking oh. about when animals and kids started getting it, even though they already said that it was basically an STD. Yeah, uh, right. And we, all of us, forgot about that. 
I didn't literally the, the entire realm yeah. forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. I, I didn't forget, but like I, when um, when that thing at Burning Man popped up again a couple weeks ago, I was like, ah, it sounds like monkeypox. Right. Yeah, which which doesn't surprise me. Gay sex in the desert. Yeah. What do you think's gonna happen, mm. Burning Man? Yeah, man, it's so terrible. Everything I is. Think, yeah, I just I think that it's. Um, sorry to cut you off. I just oh, no. I think that it's it really it just comes down to a certain amount of intelligence and you know not to put myself in an ivory tower, but it's just you get old enough and you start to see these patterns repeat and you start mm-hmm. to see it's just the common consensus is manipulated by intelligent people to get stupid people to ridicule smart people because they want to hog like this whole thing with like um you know klaus schwab and all this and like oh they're gonna make us eat bugs and shit yeah probably but they're not right they're lying through their teeth they're gonna eat steaks they're gonna go out and enjoy nature and i've tried to explain this to a few people and they don't understand it but i think you guys will that's the last thing that they can covet they don't care about they want us on technology they're not going to shut the internet down you know that that keeps us um docile they want to hoard nature they want to hoard natural treasures they want to be out there on the beach they want to be out there hiking and breathing clean air they want to live in their chateaus and their palatial estates far removed from the big cities they want to try to force everybody into the cities because they're trying to monopolize and they're trying to corner happiness. They know that true happiness comes from a simple life. These people right. live in old buildings. They have these old estates on the East Coast. They have these old estates in Europe. That's that's the that's the joke. Is mm-hmm. they they want us to be technologically advanced and they want to go backwards because they know that at a certain point humans reached like peak civilization before the the industrial revolution. But they had to do the industrial revolution to make money and to control people but these people aren't going to stop like being naturalists they actually are naturalists they know the covid and the climate change they know it's all just a ruse they're not stupid they're evil yes definitely yeah they're definitely not stupid but well the older ones aren't stupid the problem is is that the younger elites are stupid because the younger Mm -hmm. elites go to burning man you ever notice that like the Rothschilds and the Vanderbilts and all these like people that supposedly run everything that they don't have like a bunch of trannies in their in their bloodlines that they're all like straight and like have big families have well, large amounts of children yeah right but those bloodlines also do a lot of the things with the androgyny and the the elite gender inversion type stuff too that's a whole but that's right, again they- a whole other thing Oh, sorry, well, they, they 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 push it. Yeah, they definitely push it to a certain extent. But I'm talking about like the the New England or like wasp like dynasty families. They, right. they continue to procreate, even though while they simultaneously try to tell the general population that we're overpopulated. And oh yeah, have children. Well, yeah, and they don't. Well, in in the meantime, they're subsidizing, you know, uh, Africans that now can have 16 kids, and all 16 kids will live. When I meet up, so they're subsidizing population. One of these, like, you know, danger hair, whatever you want to call them, kind of people, and they'll 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 make no qualms about criticizing and demonizing white people for having children. Say, oh, we're over here. They go up to an African American family, go up to a Hispanic family, and say that to them. 
tell them that they shouldn't have children. Oh, no, 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 no. I would never do that. Oh, but you have no problem doing it. Right. To, to a Caucasian, you know, people say, oh, you should. You ever notice that? Absolutely. We notice that all the time. That's one of the things. The anti, the anti-white, anti-child, anti-natal agenda uh, is is a big thing. Um, there's the meme. It's like you know, your grandmother had six kids. Your mother had three. Mm-hmm. Or your great grandmother had six kids. Your grandmother had four kids. Your mom had two kids. You had two dogs and an abortion. Yep. Yeah. And that was, you know, there was an inherent. I I was never pro-choice. I've always been pro-life, and. Um, I knew that 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 was the next step. And people say, oh, that's just a cope. You know, it's like, no, you are the one suppressing. You are the one that doesn't want to grow up. And everybody has their different reasons. But when somebody just is like actively like, oh, our dog died. I know people like that. They got a dog when they first started dating. And they're so old now that their dog died. So what they do, they go buy another dog. Right. I went to a Christmas party with my wife. And there's all these fucking dogs running around. And I looked at all these little fucking uh, corgis and porkies and things that like respite they're like born pugs. with respiratory problems. The, pu- the pug, the thing that uh, should the not exist. There's all yeah. these pugs running around. And I go to my wife, I go, in the old days all these dogs would have been children. Yeah. We're having a Christmas party and there's no fucking children here. I know. It should be wrong? kids. Right. Christmas should be you should be surrounded by children. Yeah. Man. Sorry, I mean, I, oh, that's I don't okay. Trying to that's offend okay. anybody that doesn't have. A oh, family. that's okay, man. We get and we get into all kinds of stuff on the show here. It's all good. Well, I tell you what, um, we normally do two hours. We're like two and a half hours right now. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I always stretch it out. I, oh, I no worries, dude. This shit, so absolutely no worries. Uh, thank you definitely for coming on. We'll have to have you back on again for sure, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I'd really enjoy it to be able to talk about more contemporary things because I got a lot of shit brewing. Absolutely, here. man. Anytime you want to come on and hang out, we do. We do our live stream on Tuesday nights. It's called the Nationalist Inquirer. Uh, it's a nice play on, you know, because you know. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. I'll probably pop into that. Yeah, you should pop on for one of those one of these days. We 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 shit post the news and make fun of all the fake and gay stuff out there. Sounds like a good time. Right on, man. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would thanks for having me on. And yeah, um, uh, tell everybody tell everybody where they can find these you. Podcasts. Tell everybody where they can find you. Oh. um... I'm really trying to push the uh, the YouTube channel again and upload some new videos. So obviously, Old Scary World on YouTube, Mud Flood Memes, or Old Scary World on Instagram all come up. And then on the Instagram, there's some multi-link things. I mean, I'm on basically everything. You can even just Google Old Scary World and go from there. I got a Bandcamp to uh, OldScaryWorld.BandCamp.com. You can find the shirt I'm wearing, and then if you want to look at my other clothes, I have a bunch of pants and shirts and accessories on OldScaryWorld.com. Nice. Um, yeah, I try to release a new shirt every month. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's basically it. I just I'm trying to promote, you know, the aesthetic of the old world and the humor and the history of it, and then also you know try to promote a non-degenerate lifestyle. So. It's not just about, you know, studying old pictures. It's about trying to preserve what's left. Right on, man. That's that's yeah. absolutely the same same here. Like we all we all here at the Paranormies definitely promote a non degenerate lifestyle. Um, yeah. We are all family my, guys. We my all advice have kids. to anybody going through a crisis right now is um, try to shed some of your vices and degeneracy and see what happens and your life will probably improve. Right on, absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, we will definitely be having you back on, sir. Uh, Yeah, I had a good time. Thank you. Right on, man. Take it easy. You too. 
can stop this. Cool, man. That was an awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was a robust. That discussion. was great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it always goes like that. People try to have me on for the old world stuff, and we always just end up talking about other stuff. But that's just that's just the way it is. It's all intertwined. I have this this theory that people who are like interested in the old world, they're longing for some type of explanation as to how things got so upside down. Right. Hundred percent. We could we could have had these problems. You know, well, Johnny. Johnny, if if Dogbot were on, he would call that the God-shaped heart, or yes. God-shaped hole. The God-shaped hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. I do. I do have to go though. I have yeah, work. Yeah, me I too. Work in the morning. Um, Thank you very yeah, much. Went to have dinner George, week, we so. will. Uh, we will be in touch for sure. Oh, I'm going to edit this, and I will send all the links and stuff to you when I get it. Um, nice. It's excellent talking to you, man. We'll, we'll, yeah. No. Likewise. We'll, yeah. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, Johnny. Do you want to do outro stuff? Tomorrow or yeah, we'll do tomorrow. All right, all right, y'all have right, a guys. great night. All right, good night, guys. See ya. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, see ya. Yep. See ya. All right, Reinhardt, that was old scary world, dude. What'd you think? Man, that was so much fun. Oh my gosh, that second hour that we finally went through all the pictures, mm -hmm. everything, it was fantastic. Um, first hour, just having a conversation, like, y you know how it is, you you meet somebody that you've been watching on YouTube, you've read their books, or uh, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. you end up having just a conversation and making a friend. Right. Or come to find out that you're, you know... Uh one degree of separation away from being friends with a guy. He's friends with my friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. People I know very, very, very well. He's very good friends with them and their family. I'm like, whoa, that's just so weird. You know, like I, I bet if I hung out with my buddy more, I would have, I would have met him. And he makes good merch. Like makes I'm not even trying to plug it, but he makes fantastic merch. <laughs> kill your local fentanyl dealer. Right. Or shoot your local fentanyl dealer. Excuse me. I am buying that shirt. Yeah, my wife came in while we were recording and saw the shirt and meant she she wants it. Dude, it's a, it's a cool shirt. I have to get one too. So, we'll, we'll get well yeah, we'll get we'll get everybody a kill your or shoot your local fentanyl dealer shirt. <laughs> but uh <laughs> tonight's, yeah, man. tonight's a merch night. Absolutely grifting, grifting, grifting. No, but uh but for real though, he's a very cool dude. Definitely go check his stuff out if you haven't. And I can't wait for him to release some more stuff. Uh, his Bandcamp is cool. If you like that kind of spooky ASMR wave, uh, old world wave, whatever you want to call it, right? It definitely his music definitely goes with his with his videos though. It's old scary wave. Yes, old scary that's wave. And he's yeah, that's a good one. And um, his voice goes great with the videos too. It's not quite a the the trans files guy quiet, but he is a he has a, he has a very quiet, uh, relaxing. Which, well, you've obviously listened this far, so <laughs> go check his videos out. <laughs> Definitely go check his videos out. The Kyrgyzstan, uh, Turkmenistan stuff is out of this. It's crazy. Um, look at that stuff and then come back and be like, yeah, Johnny, just white people building shit. Okay. Well, we we want to joke all the time about Finland not existing. Turkmenistan does not exist. Right. It just doesn't. Right. And of course, you know, thanks to Borat, neither, no, nothing exists in, uh, 
Uzbekistan and um, where the fuck is he supposed to be from? Kazakhstan. He's supposed to be, yeah, yeah Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Anyways. My well, sister is number one prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. Right, because that's all there is to do is prostitute and goats, right? I mean, that's just, again, it's, it makes me so mad. The more I think about it, the more mad I get that I used to think Borat was funny and the throw the Jew down the well was a funny thing. But anyways. <laughs> I digress. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you. We'll see you live Tuesday on Pilled and Odyssey and DLive. Actually, we've been we've been picking up a few more uh, people on DLive live and Odyssey as well. We had like 20 last week. That's a lot for us on Odyssey, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, on our live stream is just dude, if if 50 people watch our live stream, I'm happy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like we'll eventually we'll eventually have thousands of people watching us maybe, but if we don't, who cares? Well, what we care about the most, and no offense to everybody who hangs out for the live streams, because thank you, um, we care the most about podcast listens and and just getting information, really cool stuff out there to you. So being able to have like Old Scary World and Gary Wayne, all these kinds of guys, um, we just want to get this info out. Did you inadvertently insult the live stream audience? No. Oh, okay. I'm just checking. Maybe. Maybe. It's okay. It's okay. It's mostly just Ben. Contempt. So, yeah. Contempt for the live stream audience. It's okay. It's okay. We we love the live stream audience. I mean, it, it's it's great. The live stream is fun. You guys should come check it out on Pilled and on D Live and on Odyssey. You can chit chat with us while we're talking about whatever is going on in the crazy world around us of the fake and the gay. But the problem is, you must choose both. All right. <laughs> we'll see you then. Later. Travel makes you gay. I found something during my recent home renovation, and I think it's going to kill me. When I was removing some drywall, I found a pair of glasses resting on a shelf between the studs, and, like anyone does when they touch someone's glasses, I tried them on. Expecting my vision to go blurry, as mine is already 2020, I found that somehow they actually improved my sight. Colors were crisper. Shadows more defined. I wondered why anyone would have hidden such a spectacular set of eyewear behind a wall. That is, until I called my wife in to check them out. When she entered the room, I leapt back into the wall behind me. Hovering right behind her, just slightly off the ground, was a very old woman in a hospital gown. Her white, wispy hair was clearly falling out, and she had the sallow features of a creature that had long battled illness. Though, something in those features looked familiar, and looking closer, I could see the old woman was my wife, a much older version of her, but definitely her, and somehow I knew it was her death. Floating right there over her shoulder, melancholy, maybe even slightly bored, just biding her time. My wife asked what the hell was wrong, and I couldn't answer her. I ran for the nearest mirror, and expected to see an old man behind me. But I was in for another surprise. My death was young. In fact, he looked just as I do now, but excited, mischievous even. At least what was left of his face did. Half of his, my, skull was missing, like he had been blown off in some horrible accident. I panicked and threw the glasses to the floor, hoping they would shatter, but they just clinked across the tile and came to a rest without a single scratch. My wife came in, again, asking what the hell was going on, and I decided to lie. I told her how I found the glasses, 
but said they made me very dizzy and that's why I fell and ran off. I didn't want her to try them on too and see what I'd seen, but I can't unsee. I even wore them in public in hopes that I had been hallucinating in the house, praying that I had just hit a gas line during my renovation, but I just saw more death. Everyone has death loitering just behind them, always. Most deaths are old, some are younger, some are too young, but they're all the same, happier, hungrier, the more sickenly pleased, the closer we are to meeting them. Death is a parasite, attached at birth, feeding on you your entire life, never satisfied until it gets to take you. Mine's there, just over my shoulder. I can feel him. He's impatient. He's ready. There's nothing I can do to stop him. I can hear him whispering to me in the dark. You have a shotgun in the closet.